Hello everybody, welcome back to the Forgotten Realms Gaming. Last week was weird for our episodes because a huge chunk of that seven hour session was corrupted, which led us to only be able to salvage the final battle with uh, with Sloane and uh, everything else at the end. We weren't able to catch the breaking into the Hammerhead's base or the race, which was very sad. Um, they, but were very they were very yes, good. Everyone would, everyone would have been quite entertained by Desiree just breaking all of the things. <laughs> we, Avu made a new friend and everybody missed it. <laughs> friend. Um, so whoever is going to recap that, recap. I can so I believe what we began that session off with was um, we began our plan to take the core from the hammerhead base and how we begun that was Drizzle Wild shaped into a cockroach to scout out the base first found a, uh, found a room with uh, I think like five people in it and one goblin and the goblin keeping an eye on the core so what we did was we had Turth and Drizzle go in using sneaky magic and whatever to take the core with Desiree being a distraction at the end. And uh, the goblin was, I forgot his name, but it was the guy, what was his name again? Um, the goblin? the goblin? Yemek. Yeah. Yemek. I'm Yemek. thinking about renaming that because that's just a very strange name. It was Yemek. Um, I mean, he's a goblin. Yeah, We're it is a, a goblin. Right. Right. Yeah, Yemek. Leave it at that. Fine. Yemek. Yeah. And the way so how we were the... able to get the core out from from right under his nose was we got him to flee by uh, tricking him into thinking he was being haunted by the bugbear. That he was, you know, responsible for his death, right? Uh, he told um, uh, Pavu Turth and. Pava Turf and Unser way back uh, in episode like two uh, <laughs> to kill him. Yeah, so oh, nice. what happened from there was he fled and had a nice little talk with Pavu outside of the base. And even though that sounds like the way you said that, even though it sounds like it's something super bad, it was actually really touching. It was very wholesome. Yeah. It was very wholesome, which is what sucks is how, why, how we missed it. Pavu um, even Daniel. gave Yemek uh, one of Garfield's business, business cards, cards. And, and told, which and said, occurred to me in a fantasy was... setting. A business card is literally just someone's name, <laughs> because there are no email addresses or phone numbers. It's just a card with a name on it, and nothing else. I mean, we have trains and cars, so <laughs> well, battle wagons, but yeah. So a, yeah, there's a, probably a like. Stone. <laughs> Um, yeah, on the business card, it's, uh, Garfield the Deals Warlock, Fantasy Costco, on the moon. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. And, uh, when we went back to Hurley at her garage, she gave us animal masks to fit the theme of the battle wagon races. I believe Desiree was the polar bear, Turth was the yep. rattlesnake, Drizzle was the dolphin, and what was Pavu? Snow Leopard. Oh, snow Leopard. Yeah, Snow oh, yeah. Leopard. And I believe, was Hurley the Ram? 
Hurley was the ram. Yeah, and uh, Penny, Penny wasn't was, there. Yeah, Penny wasn't there, but I believe we just gave her the goat. Just gave her the goat for the sake of just including it. And uh, well, the race began, and uh, we... I, I can't even remember like how we took care of most of them, but I remember... Yeah, so... We That's because just... we didn't. I did. <laughs> yeah. They reached me, of... and then they broke. Right. Yeah, we right. We broke because that auto crit on uh, objects. We broke. Hey, didn't it's even not finish. my fault. You presented me. I never right said it was your I fault. I'm just with a with a fight where the best option was to just break stuff. break the objects. Yeah, I wasn't saying anything ill about it. I'm just saying because of the the only reason it broke at her was because of the freaking auto crit on the objects. Anyway, continue. Uh, and uh, we we it seemed that we needed to get rid of almost all the competition before we could reach Sloane's battle wagon, which seemed to be almost always ahead of us. But uh, instead of just destroying her wagon, a Turth made the very intelligent move of just banishing her and having us win the race, and then summoning her back from wherever she was banished. And she was very upset with that. Less upset, just purely different. She <laughs> wasn't Sloan anymore yeah. at that point. She was basically uh, Gundren with the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet at that point. Mm -hmm. After finding out she lost the race, she Gundren continued. And uh, was it from this point on that... Like that we have the yeah from that for? from that point on we we caught it but if you want just continue recapping I would love a recap all right yeah so, uh, a massive vine structure with a platform at the top seemed to erupt from Sloan oh no before that a tornado, a tornado enveloped Sloan a tornado a yeah. tornado enveloped Sloan everybody hopped into the battle wagon and drove in. Yeah. Then was the big vine thing. Yeah, then was the big vine thing. And after reaching the top, there was a... Sh uh, actually, yeah. The floor was made out of vines, and Sloan kind of sunk into them. And what took her place was a shambling mound. Which we uh, almost killed. But then Hurley, at the last moment, jumped in. And the all the vines seemed to start withering away. And at the base of it all... There was a tree, which the wood took the form. Well, no. Or, no, well, you were knocked out and then transported oh, yeah. to the center of town oh, yeah. inside a fountain where the tree was. Yeah, where the tree was. And the right. tree, uh, the wood of it made the vague shape of two people hugging. Which, which you would quite you a detailed assume... shape, actually, because we were able to identify both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were able to see that they were uh, Sloan and Hurley. Hmm. And then at the foot of the tree was the mask and masks of Hurley's and uh, Sloan's and and the sash. Yep. And uh, I believe we we took both first and second prize earnings because we got rid of every single racer. After uh, seeing Captain Captain Bang. Yeah. Uh, Captain, poisoned. Captain, 
it seemed that he attempted to poison us, but then he slapped the drinks out of all our fr out of our hands and poisoned himself, and he died like really fucking fast. Apparently, instantly. Apparently, yes. Not even apparently, yes, instantly. I could have done something if I had been there. Well, fuck. No, you yeah. couldn't. No, no, I could have done something, and he was way. there, but he died instantly from the damage. So it didn't I have matter. someone to literally bring back life. Yeah, what? I can revivify. Already? You're that's only, a level five only... spell. That's a third level spell. What the heck? No, oh, that's true. Revivify is lower level. But, yeah. but the caveat revivify is I have to like, do it. Isn't revivify eight? No. No, Revivify no. is the That's earliest resurrect you can get. Raised Dead and... is a fifth level spell. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you have to do it within one minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you were there uh, and said, hey, I want to Revivify, you probably would have been able to, yeah. Yeah, oh, Revivify is yes. actually third level, so. Hmm. Dang, I had no idea it was lower. Anyway, continue. Yeah, the difference between it and the others is it has a one minute time limit. You can't one get them up after limit. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so from that point on, uh, I, Drizzle, Drizzle talked to uh, the, the Sloane and Hurley while they were a tree. I forgot exactly what they said, but it was just band. about them being okay with Yeah, they were okay. The they wanted you to sell the belongings and uh, give them to a charity to clean up the slums. Yeah. Uh, do you remember uh, what happened behind Captain Bane after he fell? Uh, I don't. I do not. Um, the red robe. Yeah. Oh yeah, the red robe guy. Um, was it? He took the form of just like a floating red robe with like glowing eyes behind it, right? Uh, a, no, like a, a humanoid shape floating in a red robe with glowing eyes. Yes. Kind yeah. Of. Uh, not just a red robe floating uh, there. He had a humanoid form. You just couldn't tell the race. What was his message? I remember um, we asked. He said he would answer a question, and then he answered he, it with he, another question. He he asked he asked if you were afraid, and then then explained uh, how everybody's acting is how the hunger does or whatever. And it was your first lesson. And then you went back to the base. Went back, back to the, the base. base. And I remember uh, I forgot who, but. Uh, it was some lady who told us to avoid those people if we see the, the director. Yeah, the, the director, director. Uh, after you told them about uh, the red robe, yeah. said, "Hey, so, don't freaking yeah, don't avoid them. Don't steer fucking just clear. Steer clear, yeah." Uh, and then proceeded to mourn. Um, it's been it's been like where we're starting off is it's been two days since. Uh, you came back from the Petals to the Metal Arc, and uh, the the director has called uh, you guys to her office, and she has she says, "There's no relics today. I just need you to deliver something down to the Void Fish room." She says, "Are we all there, or is that where it ended?" Yeah, no, you're just all you're all there. She just said that to you guys. You so, need our whole group for this. Well, no, you could go off and do what you want. I just didn't need at least one of you. I'll do it. 
Um, wait, what is it we're doing? Uh, you're just delivering a file to the void fish for erasure. Um, the cosmic jellyfish. Yeah, the cosmic jellyfish oh. that allowed you to not hear static anymore. Um, uh, also, question: Did we get a token each of us at the end? Yes. So yes. We, we already yeah. got our items. Okay. You guys already got your items. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll take care of that after this quick right. void fish. By the way, I have some armor for Penny. Um, so she hands you a file, and um, when you look inside the file, Pavu, do you look inside the file? Uh, yeah, Pavu. Uh, once Pavu is out of the grand offices, he will take a glance. Um, yeah, when you look at the um, folder, inside is a bunch of information about Captain Bane, and it's like his name, his age, his race. Uh, as, as soon as he sees the name, a biography. Captain Bane, he, he will nod and close the folder. Yeah. Um, so you bring it to the Void Fish room? Correct. Um, when you walk into the Void Fish room, you take the elevator down. Uh, take the elevator down. Oh, and she also told you to uh, come back once you're done. Uh, I forgot to say. Um, you go down to the Void Fish room and you walk in, and you see two people. You see, you see Johan. He's and he's having this sort of steamed argument with uh, a, a man in like a man in scientific uh, clothes. Give me a second, and I'll share the picture. If it were in, in uh, a sort of lab coat, and he says. Well, we don't know anything about it. I, if we're going to learn anything about it, we, I need to take it back to my lab and study it. There's, What if it dies? What if it dies? Will everybody remember everything? Will we forget? What if it, what if it reproduces asexually and, we, and it has a little baby void fish? Will it make it so that we, we won't remember its own existence? You have to let me take it to the lab. Wait to see the response. Um, Johan says, well, I don't know what's going on, but I, I seriously doubt that the director will be super jazzed about letting you take the one thing that's like a big cornerstone of this organization. And, um, are you going to interject there or are you just going to let it keep happening? Are you able to analyze it up here? Uh, he turns to you and he says... No, there's no no. I have I'm not used to this base's lab. I need to take it back to mine where I'm where I know where all my stuff is so I'm not spending half my experiment time looking where the things are. Well, I'm sure the director's not going to let you take it off of the base. Um she sa he says, "Well, I'm going to have to if we're going to learn and just then, the... Alternatively, you could suck it up and just deal with the lab that's here. Um, or bring your right, setup up here. Right when he said, well, I'm going to have to, the void fish makes a... It sort of screams. It belts out this one note, just freaking... Boom! And he... Uh, everybody... Uh, Johan and... Lucas turned to it, and uh, Johan's about to say what is about to say what the, and then it belts out another three notes. It it goes, boom, 
boom, boom. And then, and then Johan uh, walks over to his desk and picks up a harp and starts and plucks those three notes, just boom, boom, boom. And then when he does that, the void fish belts out another four different notes and um, it goes bum 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 and Johan plucks those out bum 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 and then the void fish restarts it and then so does Johan and it looks like they're sort of jamming it's just like Johan's playing on his harp and the void fish is repeating its uh, same seven notes and then uh, suddenly during it, it just screams. Not like a note, not like it's part of the song, it just yells. And then it restarts its song again. Pavel is looking back and forth between Johan and the scientist. Um, the entire time the scientist is just like, what the, this is why I need to take it back to my lab. There's no way, we don't know what this is. We don't know what it's saying, if it's saying anything. We don't know what the sounds mean. I need to take it back to the lab, he says. Pavel will place it. Will 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 place uh, his right hand on the scientist's shoulder. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Lucas." He says. Pa- uh, Pavel, not Pavel. He says, "Could you please tell as Johan- curious as I am about this thing." As little as we know about it, there's no way you're taking it off the base. I understand that, but if I can get some people to agree with me and then go to the director... I suggest you get the director's permission. She is the be-all, end-all. I know. I'm trying to get people on my side to sort of increase the uh, potential of actually getting an okay from it, he says. Pavu will think for a moment, taking a deep breath. Well, since you're here, you are clearly trusted by the Bureau. Um, yeah, uh, do a perception check real quick. Ooh. It's nothing too major, just do a quick perception check. Seven. Um, you barely see for like half a second. Uh, on both, he like he kind of stretches a little. You barely see. Um, that on neither of his wrists is a bra- bureau balance bracer. There is no bracer. He has no bracer on him. Pavel will take a look over to Johan. Is 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 he still jamming? Um, at this point, he's sitting at his desk with like sheet, a blank sheet of sheet music in front of him, and he's just um, doodling on the stanzas. Johan, he says, "Yeah, who brought this guy up?" He just he's trusted by the bureau. He just came up. He's um, trusted, but he doesn't have a bracer. The director will explain it to you. Uh, he says, I, I'm not really sure about the particulars, and Lucas just, 
So sort he of has like direct approval from the director. He says, yeah. At this point, um, Lucas stomps his foot and he's like, freaking, I need the... <sighs> you guys are pointless. And he walks out. And um, Johan stops drawing on the stanzas and, top, and puts his quill back in the inkwell and he stands up and he says, you got the file? He says, Pavel will hand the file over to Johan. Um, he opens up the hatch and puts the file in, closes it up. The void fish eats it, and when the void fish eats it, there are like lights that go off inside of the fish. And then he he just saw he sighs. <sighs> are you okay with this part of the job? He says. As much as as much of a shame as it is. It's better for the people down below. He says, Yeah, but that's... Wouldn't it be better for, like, closure? Like, are you okay with the fact that if you beef it down there, you'll just be forgotten by everybody except for the people on this ship? Or this moon? Whatever, or whatever? It's a very strange thought. But I have no um, connection to anyone that's not a... Just said, uh... So are you okay with, if you die down there, you'll be forgotten by basically everyone except the people here on this moon? Very few people down on the surface even think of me anymore, I'm sure of it. He says, uh, he, he tries to reach up to put his hand on your shoulder, but can't reach it. So he just taps you on, uh, just pats you on the side and he says, that's... He can't reach up seven feet? Nope. <laughs> How short is he? He's a halfling. I think I, oh. <laughs> I think I mentioned he was a halfling, I think. I totally forgot because I haven't talked to him since. Maybe I haven't said anything, but anyway, yeah, he can't reach up. He taps you on his side, your side and he says, uh, Sometimes I think I'm like that. He says, um, He says, uh, you should probably head back to the director, though. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, so, and then he sits Follow down. Follow that guy out after he started to throw a tantrum. He starts, he starts plucking his um, harp to the music again, and the void fish starts up again. Uh, as you walk out, and he continues writing on the uh, page. Um, so you, you might want back. to let the director know about that. Um, suddenly singing. He says, "Uh, yeah, I'll take care of that. I just, I just would like to write it down first to get it up to her, right. in case that she isn't actually there, you know, because she's got better things to do than just sit in that chair all day, in front of a desk, you know." Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, Pavu's rolling his eyes. He hasn't. He's never seen her out of her chair. Uh, um, Johan laughs and he says, <laughs> yeah, I agree, but she does do other things instead of just sitting at the desk. She does quite a lot, She's a, he says. And uh, you walk out and you're back into the grand offices. I'm assuming everybody else is still in there, yeah, because this only took like three minutes tops. Um, uh, so the director says, 
I forgot to mention this a couple days ago when you came back, but you got your, well, I guess you could say you're promoted, but we, I moved um, the other reclaimers, the only, very little other reclaimers that were there that we had and moved them to different um, positions. So you're the only reclaimers, she says. Uh, Pavo is once again confused at the mention of other reclaimers. Um, Even when we started, we were told that we were the only people. Only reclaimers at that point. At that point, the only reclaimers. Except for Black Spider, who was. Except for Black Spider, who was. Yeah. Um, She says, We moved them because you seem to be the only ones that weren't. uh, The only ones that weren't tempted by the thrall. Um, So. You're going to get a pay bump, which will be nice. Oh, um, finally, we can buy one thing every time we get back. Right. I'm sorry about that, she says. Also, you got a nice new room, she says. Well, rooms. Uh, it's on the bottom of the moon. It's on the bottom of the moon with... And, and there's a glass uh, floor in the little living room where you can see down onto the... Uh, in onto the... Uh, That's not how gravity works. What do you mean? Magic, don't question things. The <laughs> bottom of the moon. Um, talking about gravity. Um, gravity? She says, I laugh at gravity. Ha! Gravity! <laughs> she says, you won't be sleeping in a little dorm room anymore. You'll be in actual separate rooms. Of course, they're connected by one living room. And another nice thing about it is you got your own private elevator there. Um, Seems a bit superfluous. She tosses you each a key and she says, all those will unlock your rooms and also it will allow you access to the elevator. She says, uh, wait, why did I hand you keys? You got braces and the whole point of the braces is to unlock the doors. Yes. Uh, she says, she says, um, well, I'll get back to you when you got something. Um, uh, it's been a couple, it's been a couple months, uh, since the Pedal Cinemetal arc, and... Well, I'd uh, like to quickly, before we're doing any of that, I'd like to go open my loot box with my token. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you head into Leon's chamber, and Leon's there, and he's like, Hey, what's up, man? I, I... forgot my voice again. This yes, is probably Leon. It. Pleasure to see you again. I have this token of another job well done, and I like he, to do a he point says, flip in the air. He says, just pop it in that gash upon, and you'll be fine. Uh, you're a cleric, right? Sir? Yep. All right, that's confirming. Um... I freaking forgot to add the rollable table in there, so just roll a d20, don't add anything to it. You, you don't have the rollable table. I don't, six. just roll a d20. That'll be six. six. Uh, roll again. Give me a second. Another d20 or something else? Another just d20. another d20. You've got something which has already been pulled. Oh, Alright. Um, you see, roll down a, a small ball. You see, I, roll down a small ball. Do not I touch your... Grab it and try and 
yeah, yeah, you crack it open and you see a bloody severed tongue split down the middle. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> severed tongues. You shouldn't have, Mom. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> the fuck is this? And why is it... Can I look is in that... to see if there's another... If there's, like, any other nope, body parts? Just the tongue, and he looks at it and he's like, Jesus, what the heck? What? Yeah. He starts flipping through the book and he says, Oh, no, boy. Oh, no, His boy. tongue will help you lie, I guess? Oh, man. Nice. Can I get a refund? Uh, he says, Well, no. I'm sorry, but no. Um, in D&D games speak, that means... Once a day, this item can t you be used to tell any lie to a target, no matter how ridiculous. Dude. The target must make a wisdom saving throw of DC 12 on a failed throw. They believe the lie for one hour. If the target make yeah DC 12, Eight. like it's so weak. That's yeah. so weak. <laughs> if if the target makes a successful save, then the owner of the tongue must also wake it, make a wisdom saving throw of DC 14. If the owner fails, they believe their own life for one hour. Wait, it's harder <laughs> on the owner who knows why. Really? That, that's a I, horrible item, especially. That is well. That's why I'm reading here. That is a worse magic item than the armor I got. That's totally useless. <laughs> you took right, I mean, at least it would be useful for me? someone else. Yeah, no kidding. Like, <clears throat> can I not even use my like spell save DC with this? Hey, man. Yeah, spell day, save DC. Yeah, sure. Okay, because that's against, yeah, 16. spell save DC. That makes more sense. Like twelve <laughs> is terrible, and yeah, the fourteen on is... the own character, like really. <laughs> okay, mess. so do I still need to? If I do successfully do it, do I still need to make a DC of fourteen, or do no, I not do it? No, it, it says if the target makes the successful fails, save. Oh, if the person you're lying to fails, you're fine. But you oh. only have to you okay. have to roll the save uh, uh, if you Oof. if the one you're setting it against uh, fails it. Um, so Great. who Perfect. did get uh, last time? Pop uh, it closed and put it in my <laughs> like side bag satchel kind of deal. Uh, <laughs> did Penny get a token? Uh, yeah, everybody got a token. I think. I think I mean, Pavu, Desiree, and Drizzle both all use theirs. Man, yeah, I, I got, got a token for doing vestments, right? which I still don't know the stats for. Um, it just—I forget what they are. Um, it's a, it's AC copies your current AC. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Penny, just roll a d20. Oh. Yeah, bird, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even create it and put it in my inventory because I'm like, that's ah, useless. <laughs> nice. Well, Eight it might help later. 20. Natural huh? 20. All right. You I just want me to take away my crit immunity. Because <laughs> you know you're going to roll a whole lot more crits against me now. So, wait, um, what, does, what does your armor do? My actual armor gives me immunity to critical hits. Yeah, All critical the, the, hits become normal hits. Yeah, that's like the adamantine armor or whatever, yeah. the special armor. So what did your 
loot box armor do? Basically, uh, it copies the AC of my current armor, but it, it's light armor, and it doesn't impose disadvantage on stealth. It's like, Desiree's not a stealthy sure. person anyway, so... Wait, wait. Checks. So, it copies right. the AC, so it's light armor. Does that mean you get to add dexterity? Yeah. No, it just keeps the AC, no. It, it copies the it copies your current armor class. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Penny, you see, you see, roll out the ball. You see, roll down a um, good-sized um, uh, ball. It, I'd say about like the size of a basketball, around there, not too huge. And you see inside two burlap bags. Ooh, more body parts. I bet. <laughs> no, they're empty. They're just burlap bags. And he says, "Bring them, bring them here, and I'll tell you what they are." Um, uh, I bring them to him warily, thinking these are for kidnapping people. Um, he says, "Ooh, these are interesting. Um, these these bags will let you transfer one thing in one bag to the other bag." Ooh. In D and D games, speak. They the each points. have capacity equal to a pouch. Items inside cannot be located by magic, though the bags themselves can be. As a bonus action, a creature that knows the bags' command words can speak them, causing each of the bags' contents to switch to the other. There is no range limit to these feature, though both bags must be in the same plane of existence. Um, so anything that can fit in the bag, um, that's light enough to go in the bag? Nope, anything that can fit in the bag. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's um, you said as like a stealth thing if we're trying to get something out of here. Yeah, just like, you know, pop it in the bag. Just leave one here, I guess. Um, alright, so everybody did their thing. I think so. Yeah, and remind me again what the what the thing looks like that we put our tokens in? Is it just a um, box with a it, slot? Well, it's it's more like a coin quarter machine, like you'd find at the end of like, um, like at a Weiss or a Kroger. It's just a coin machine. Ah. Okay, so I can't see inside of it at all. Oh well, no, you can. The thing, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a. Well, it's got a glass top where the things are. It's just you can't see inside the glass. Balls while they're inside the um, mm -hmm. uh, while they're behind the glass. Okay, and there's, is there any like uh, hinges or anything visible? There's a hinge yes. at the top that's magically locked, though. Okay. You'd assume to load more items in. Okay. Um, what did you guys get each other? Get each other? Is it like Christmas or something? Or I guess Wintercrest? It's candle nights candle in nights. the world of in the world of the, the Forgotten Realms. Candle nights is sort of a Wow, it would have been great if we would have heard that before you asked us what did we get each other. <laughs> right? I thought it was an interesting start. I thought it was an interesting start to just ask uh, no. what did you guys get each other and then explain. I no, that's that's like asking would anybody like to do me a favor and then absolutely refusing to tell them what it's about. But I told you. I feel, I feel like it's the other way around. It's like, 
ask it's like not even asking if someone wants to do your favor just asking yeah, the favor straight up yeah it's hey you just come... insisting they go ahead and do it or yeah. just <laughs> telling them just telling them like yeah. hey you're gonna go jump off a cliff and you're like what <laughs> why anyway, my shower's clogged go clean it so, um are we supposed to get one person a gift or ever or each person a gift well you uh in your new digs uh, actually, wait, hold on. And you're forgetting something. Wait, so yeah, I did forget no... something. Uh, Pablo, Pablo a... has a little story thing, Ooh, which little... is why, which is why I was like, once what? Yeah, it's somewhere in between the two months from the pedals to the metal to now, uh, this happened. Uh, we'll say um, we'll say a month after pedals to the metal. Pablo right. finally got him a girl. Well, <laughs> well, Pavu remembers the loss of his girl. Mm. Pavu is normally a very solid sleeper and rarely moves when he's cuddling Nora. Tonight is quite different. He's fidgeting a lot. Nora's tried to calm him down, but to no avail. He's having a nightmare and it's bad. Pavu sees his best friend, the girl who grew up with him. Her name is Tazria. She's a dwarf, but she's not as and she's not as stocky as most dwarves. She has medium cyan hair and a bob cut and bangs cut at her eyebrows, and all the muscle tone you'd expect of a dwarf. She's right about Pavu's age, only a couple weeks older. A memory crops up. They're around five years old. Pavu and Tazria. Uh, uh, a thunderstorm has climbed the mountain. Tazria is clinging to Pavu. Very afraid of the loud noises outside. He's running his fingers through her hair, trying to calm her down. Another memory. Seven years old. Tazria and Pavu rarely sleep in separate beds anymore. One's always in the others. Neither can sleep well if they're not cuddled up. Another memory. Fourteen years old. Pavu and Tazria have taken over uh, her father's forge for the day to give him a break. They're working on a set of brigandine armor to sell to the trader who's due to arrive in a few weeks. Pavu is forging the plates while Tazria is hemming the outer cloth. Another memory. 16 years old. Pavu has just received his snow leopard hunting companion, and Tazria knows what her name is done. The snow leopard is immediately named Nora. And then the trip down memory lane takes a dark, sudden turn. It's Tazria's 18th birthday. She's decided she wants to try drinking. The trader came by a few days ago and brought decent alcohol, not the crap Arthak brews. Pavu advises her against it, but she clearly won't be stopped this time. Pavu bids her good night and goes to sleep. The next thing he remembers is being woken up by Tormir, her father, who is panicking. Tazria never showed up to Pavu's place that night, nor did she return home. Pavu goes outside. She's never done this before. He finds a large chunk of snow missing from the cliff next to his house and a fading trail of footprints leading toward the mess hall. Pavu runs around the cliff, afraid of the worst, and that's exactly what he finds. He holds Tazria in his arms. Her eyes are empty and her body is as cold as the snow that buried her. Pavu has a... It's been... Pavo is awoken with a scream, and it wakes everyone. It wakes everyone up, and 
you're not sure what the problem is. Everything all right, Pavu? So wait, where are your all each of in, our? You're each in separate rooms, sort of like around a central living room with a glass floor that looks down onto uh, Faerun or hmm. whatever the planet is. So it's like a common room area. Yeah, like yeah, like a living room. Yeah. Okay. Like Pavu wakes up, he screams out in agony. In agony. Taz. Uh, is he in the main room or is he in his own room right now? He's, he's in he's, he's in, in his, his own, own room. room. Uh, yeah. will uh, stand up from where he is and just make his way there. But like, he'll do it fast, but not too fast, where he makes like a lot of noise. I guess Turf will grab his holy symbol and just kind of saunter into the living quarters, wary. Oh. Pavu is it, the the sound of Pavu's voice very clearly rings out through the door. He's crying to himself. Drizzle, right there, buddy. Drizzle will wait for uh, um, Terth to be like directly behind him to just open the door slowly. You okay, Pavu? Pavu has his has his face buried in Nora's neck, holding her tightly. Oh. She, she, she's squirming a bit as he's holding a little bit too tightly. He's shaking <laughs> quite badly. Desiree goes over, puts a hand on Pavu's back, loosens his grip on Nora, and says to the others, "No, he's not, but he will be." Is something we need to talk about, or is it like two in the morning? <laughs> I don't think he's ready to talk about this yet. Hmm. Go back to sleep, guys. Alright. And I head back to my <laughs> Um hmm. Desiree just whispers. Talk about to this him, in the morning. Don't crush it's... the kitty, okay? <laughs> uh it's the next morning. Papa and... reaches up and and, and and instead of and instead of crushing Nora, he will he will start to crush Desiree in a hug. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Desiree can take it. <laughs> um, Desiree yeah, just it, hugs him back. It's like, okay, it'll be all right. Uh, Drizzle will just—he's shaking worse than a Chihuahua in Icewind Dale. Drizzle will just pat his yeah. shoulder and just say, "Yeah, just tell us in the morning, broth, when you're ready to talk about it." And then I'll just make my way out of the, out of the room. It's the ne- it's the next morning, and you're all in the mess hall eating your breakfast, which I should ask. What do you guys eat for breakfast, Norla? A lot of meat. Do we have, like, do I have, like, the option of, like, anything? You have the option of anything. Lobster for breakfast. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Bacon lobster. (laughs) Heavily seasoned fish. Crawfish. Turf would probably just have, like, a little bit of oatmeal. Penny's just, like, only eating, eating, like, the sweetest fruits that she can find. Drizzle will have the same thing, like, also lobster, but just with a lot more seasoning. You know, you guys um, need protein also, not just... What do you think lobster is? Well, yes, but you also need other things. I have steak this. with it. I can uh, survive on my magic protein, and grapes. Fiber. I don't know let, what you let, let me tell you, Desiree will look at you if you say anything about it and be like, what? 
A body this strong needs all the protein it can get. It also needs carbohydrates and fiber. <laughs> I mean, like uh, oatmeal. I'm just eating that's a lobster the, because... That's I'm... what the orange juice is for. That's... Oh. That's... <laughs> at this, at this point, Pavu... Uh, <laughs> at this point, Pavu walks into the one of many doors of the mess hall. And I'm assuming just, like, sits down and after getting what he eats for breakfast. He's, he sits down quite heavily. At the other side of the bench, Penny just flies up into the air and lands. He rips one... Uh, he, uh, he takes one of the stakes and gives it to Nora, who takes it from his hand gently. And she starts eating on it. Pavu uh, clearly did not sleep a wink after the after that nightmare, or if he did sleep at all, it was not good. Yeah, you got like little bags in your eyes. Your your eyes are like I guess a tiny bit just the the smallest. They're darker gray. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess that's the, the Goliath's version of bloodshot. Uh. Yeah, you all you all noticed that he was he did not have a good time sleeping after that. What's the problem with you? I say as I'm halfway through my bowl of oatmeal, <laughs> just like shoveling it into your mouth. Oh, what's up with you? <laughs> Much. Every few months, I have a nightmare, and I remember the death of my beloved childhood friend. Drizzle will put his fork and knife down and just listen. My worst fear was that she would be hurt and that there was nothing I could do to stop it. And that's exactly what happened. There's nothing you could do to stop it. Why are you... Why are you letting it eat you? Can't change the past. Much I as you try. Can't change the past, but... That one Learn from it, change the future. future. Oh my goodness, it just occurred to me. Is this the reason why Pavu's so gung-ho about, like, everybody's gonna die eventually? Yeah. Like, and the only thing you have to answer to is God? The, the, like, not even, no joke. Pavu, Pavu doesn't just even to think that the only thing you have to answer to is God. Pavu thinks that, that the only thing that you have to answer to is, is your future self. Hmm. Everybody dies eventually. There's no escaping it. And this, like, is, and this is why he he thinks like that, because someone he never thought would die did, or at least never thought would die without him being able to help. I always expect she was a dwarf, and I figured she would outlast me. I figured I I would have been happy to grow old. Which is not common of Goliath. I would have been just happy growing old, working in the forge, if if only it meant that I could have her by my side. Oh man, dude, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. Dang it, Desiree not... thinks. Oh. Desiree just sits thinking for a couple of minutes and then pipes in. You know, there was a druid in my clan. Long ago, 
he should still be alive and he would have the power to bring her back but we would have to find him and we would have to find her and probably come up with the materials well, well, somehow I expect Pablo knows where grave. she is. Yeah, yeah. There's probably like a nice little grave. Pablo's like the one that buried her. He, he knows exactly where she's buried in the yeah, probably okay. like somewhere right. in the mountains. I know a thing or two about this kind of stuff, and generally, if they're dead for that long, you're gonna want to stay dead because when you bury something, it, how long ago did this happen? Two years and change yeah that's true resurrection can bring someone back after 200 yes but necessarily is that a good thing i mean the soul best to let sleeping things lie the soul has to be willing and it's a question of if the soul is willing it doesn't hurt to find out though Hmm. much as it hurts Sometimes it's best to let things like this lie. It's then we see the camera sort of fast forward and we see the we see the base from outside. It's winter um, in the world and there's snow falling everywhere. Uh, it's around the time of Candle Nights. And Candle Nights is a week-long celebration where all the religions of the world kind of get together and do their own thing. Um, way back when, like, the way far past, everybody, um, did something different for their, uh, celebrations of the winter solstice, but eventually people were like, hey, this is getting kind of complicated, let's all do this together, and that was when Candle Nights was born. Uh, they take a week out of, one week out of every year, uh, normally in the middle, either the beginning, middle, or end of... Uh, winter, but could literally be any time of the year. Um, all the nation's religions celebrate Candle Nights, and normally Candle Nights are celebrated by gift giving and uh, chilling with your family and friends around a bush or a, fu- a bush and fire. There's normally a Candle Nights bush or a Candle Nights tree, um, and gift giving is normal. You have invited. Um, most essential staff of the Bureau, the essential staff to um, a Candle Nights party. It's sort of just like an office party. Uh, uh, Avi's there. He's uh, serving at a uh, at a bar that you kind of set up. Uh, the director's there. Uh, da- Davenport isn't there, though. Um, Johan's there. He's playing some festive tunes on his uh, on his uh, violin. I was about to say fiddle, but that's something else. Um, uh, Killian is there. She's, uh, she's, uh, having fun. And around now, around about now is the, uh, is the gift exchange. And the first person to walk up to you is, hold on. Why? All right. Uh, the first person to walk up to you is Johan, who um, stops playing the fiddle, um, and uh, I guess uh, he just winds winds up a music box, sets it on the uh, table, and he says, "I'll be right back. I gotta take." An- oh wait, no, it's the freaking it's freaking gift giving section. Never mind. Um, he walks up to you and 
hands each of you a small wrapped box. And he says, I, I hope you guys will like it. Says, oh, thanks. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, thank you. Um, you. You open it up and inside you see a, a, nice, a nice carved wooden box that when you flip open the lid, it plays the... I plays the music that Pavu heard in the Voidfish chamber, chamber that uh, Johan played on the harp. Just the um the bomb 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 and and there's kind of a little crinkle tinkles in the background. Just makes it nice and pretty. And he says, "I gave you guys my mixtape. Um, <laughs> what uh, Johan's basically doing right here is giving some." Like on Times Square, someone giving you a CD, basically. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much. I I plan to listen to this in my off time during my prayer sessions, and I put it in my side pouch with the severed tongue. Um. Now what I'm gonna say is that any gifts you get or give are just gonna be pure flavor. I'm not gonna make you like lose any gold on it unless well, you want to. I. Before this, getting in like preparation, could I have gone to Garfield real quick? Yeah, sure. Let's play that scene quick. Uh, okay. Garfield, Garfield, instead of wearing his normal robe, got has like has like a sort of Santa suit on. He's got like a fake beard on his face, and he says, "Hey, it's us." Oh, Garfield, my dear friend, I he, have something to ask of you. He says, "Yeah, what is it?" I need something. I need some jewels, specifically diamonds, if you have any of those. Uh, he says, yeah, I got some. What for? As he starts searching through. Uh, or uh, just, just a present. Uh, he says, what kind of diamond are you looking for? Uh, says, it doesn't necessarily have to be one large diamond. It can also be this, like, a bunch of small little ones. About maybe, I don't know, I'm willing to spend a pretty penny. About maybe 600, 700 gold or so. I've got a very special someone in mind. So are you looking for jewelry? Or are you, like, uh, just looking to give someone diamonds? Just, just some diamonds. Raw diamonds. This doesn't have to be cut or raw. anything fancy. Just hmm. just a bit of diamond. Alright. Uh, he sets down on a table, like, um, like, let's say about 20, nah, that's too much. Uh, like, five... 600 gold worth of diamonds is what I need. Yeah, 600 gold worth of raw, I guess, diamonds. And he says, uh... I kinda don't want to make you pay for this, but it is candle... It is candle nights. Yeah, I am fine paying for it, dear Garfield. You have always been a a dear friend, though. Uh, you have been too. And I would feel absolutely terrible cheating you out of some coin. So here, and I pop down 600 gold. He slides it into the till and says, you need anything else? I don't think I do at this particular moment, but you know, I'll find you if I do. He says, he's, as you're walking out, he says, hey, wait, come back. Come yes. Back. Yes, guys. I, uh, I heard a yell a couple months ago down where you guys are. It was a very good memory. Uh-oh. <laughs> months ago howdy he says he says uh well what's well they're normally quiet at 2 a.m here that is very fair oh someone when you hear someone yell i like barely caught it 
barely yeah, like that super was muffled. Pavu, he was getting up for like a drink in the middle of the night, stubbed his toe really hard. I had to do like a third level cure wounds on him just to make him feel better. <laughs> it was he, terrible. He goes, oh, uh, he says, give me a second, and he and he pops down under the desk and he <laughs> he, he pulls out. <laughs> He pulls out a jar of uh, ibuprofen, and he says, You think you'll need this? Probably not. It was like a month ago. Yeah, I've been... But you know what? Next time, for next time, I'll take it. He thank says, you very much, Garth. For free. And he tosses it to well, you. Well, thank you very much. Have a good candles, Eve. Candle nights. Candle nights. Oh, also like <clears throat> from Garfield. When um, you're done here. Life yeah. day. We're just going with life day. Life day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's Ten points to anybody who actually gets that reference. I don't, which sucks. And did you guys, uh, it basically is mixtape. I would like to buy something from, uh, from Garfield. Well, I'll just, I'll just say you got it. Okay. So are we trading these gifts and whatnot yet? Yeah, you're trading the gifts now. Johan had just handed you the, uh, oh, okay. mixtape, basically. Mixtape. Yeah, basically. Basically, that's what it was. Hmm. Pavo has been trying his hand out with, uh, with more delicate crafting, and has made some, uh, and has made a necklace with a, uh, an inch-long anvil pendant. He says. He will give one to each of the party members. Ooh, each of the party members, alright. I, I thought you were giving it to Yohan. Alright, uh, I have... I'd like to give out my present for Desiree and Pavu first. I'd like to... Hold on. Uh, Pavu, Desiree, I have your presents right here. And I'm gonna pull out two sticks as if, like, two very ornately carved and designed sticks. That seems like you're supposed to put them on a two-handed weapon. Sticks, you're saying, yes? Mm-hmm. Well, I know they like... Okay. I know, I know you two like to make weapons. It's very muffled. different from what it the It muffled right when you said sticks. Oh, no, no, not sticks. Not just sticks. Very ornately <laughs> carved sticks, as if they're like supposed to be handles for two-handed weapons. Very ornately carved sticks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, continue. Ornately carved sticks that are supposed to be used as handles for two-handed weapons. Mm -hmm. Ooh! I give one to each of you. Well, thank you. This is beautiful. And I have my gift for Penny, and I'm going to pull out a uh, a, a loot that looks very handmade, and it looks almost identical to the one Drizzle already has for himself, except it seems to have two extra strings, and the strings seem to be thinner. Uh, Penny's not here. So just tell them that when they get back. And yeah. I have my present for, uh, Lutherth, and I'm going to pull out oh. a, uh, a very dark green cloak. Ooh. And, uh, go to Player General. It has this painted in white on the back. It's a very... It's the moon for Will. For Will? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the one I have on my I'm back, but mine back. means water. And I 
take off my really Burn faded and my other faded lighter green, but mo really faded and ratty looking cloak and kind of clasp this one on instead. This is spiffy. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, anything for my bros. Alva will immediately take to the intricate handle and, and put it in, put that one into his current hammer yeah. in place of the one he had before. Uh, Johan just handed you guys uh, his mixtape. Mm -hmm. uh, so next is uh, Killian walks up to you and she uh, kind of like in a velvety sort of dice bag looking thing. Um, Ooh, dice for the horde! <laughs> she says, funny joke, but no. That's not the voice. She says, funny joke, but no. That's too deep. Anyway, funny joke, but no, she says. And when you uh, open it, and you see um, duck-shaped whetstones that have each of your names sort of, like, engraved into it. Sort of. Mm -hmm. uh, with, like, painted sort of, like, with gold lettering. She says, I know you, Desiree, will get use out of that, but I'm not sure about everybody else, though. She does. <laughs> I'm literally yes, the one that well. takes care of this group's equipment. She says, well, well, maybe I got a rifle then. No, she doesn't say that. She says, <laughs> Let me well. Let just sharpen my, my shield with this. <laughs> Abu's totally going to sharpen his shield. Yeah, why wouldn't he? He need. It's gotten a little dull since the last time he beheaded someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it wouldn't have gotten dull in the slightest. No, no, it wouldn't have. Um, Pavu takes very good care of his equipment. Um, and he yep. once again yep. has offered several times to take care of the group's equipment. Some people <laughs> just don't get around to it. Uh, <sighs> next, uh, next, Avi walks up to you and he hands you each uh, wrapped, you know they're bottles. You just know they're bottles at this point. When you open them up, uh, they're bottles of brandy wine, but Pavu, yours is different. Uh, at the bottom of it, it says, uh, 0% alcohol by volume. Pavu will smile quite loudly. Thank you very much. <laughs> he says, sometimes people, uh, I, was, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So freaking close, I almost forgot. But I remember, he says, uh, these were from yeah. my hometown of Brand Brandy Buck. He says, uh, he says, uh, what else does he say? He says something else. Okay, Mary. Says, what? Mary Brandy Buck. Oh, yes. Rings. Yes. I remember now. <laughs> I forgot. And that's why I used the name Brandy Buck, because I remembered it, but not what it was from. Uh, <laughs> next, Angus walks up to you guys, and uh, he hands you each uh, a, a kind of thick uh, book. And when you open it up, you see there are different installments of a children's uh, novel series called Caleb Cleveland Kid Cop. And he says, these books were very formative for my career choice, he says. Right. And I... in, these, in, the, in these books, I, 
I learned about uh, I learned how to solve crimes, cry cases, and solve clues. Wait, yeah, yeah, those are the three pillars: solving crimes, cracking cases, and solving clues. The book is, is written in plain text, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's n nothing too fancy. It's not like he hand transcribed these. He didn't hand transcribe these. These are just books. He handed he handed us the celestial edition. Yeah. <laughs> the celestial edition. It's <laughs> the best edition. The, yeah. The, the only difference is that is that the is that the text. The lettering is just weird. Yeah. The text is um, old. <laughs> yeah. Um, the director walked up to you and hands you each uh, a small sack, sort of like a small velvety sack, and she says, More this, money. "These these are your candle nights bonuses." Um, she says you put it in. Sorry. Huh? I I jokingly said, "Is this going to be more money?" And I didn't expect <laughs> it to actually be money. So. Yeah. She, uh, when you open it up, you see inside 200 gold pieces. And she says, now don't tell anybody. You got a little bit more than everybody else. I don't have any problem with money. My lips nice are break. sealed. Thanks for the cash, brah. My lips I... are sealed. I'm not going to tell anybody about the 200 gold pieces I just got. Uh, Lord. <laughs> um, so uh, around that, uh, you're all talking and then uh, you're all talking with the director at at some point, you're all talking with the director when you hear, uh, come on, where's the cup? I had a cup here for some Foley work. Um, all right, I can just use my hands. Um, you hear come from her necklace, Lucretia! And she looks mortified. Your neck seems to be talking, dear. <laughs> she... She pull she pulls up her necklace and and she uh, sort of gruffly whispers in it, "How'd you get this frequency?" And uh, she start and she starts walking away. And th and at this point, the party's uh, uh, after hearing the continuing director, the gift exchange. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> everybody. The gift exchange happens. Everybody gave everybody everything. Oh. Uh, uh, Desiree oh. hasn't given anybody anything. Neither has uh, Turth. <laughs> All right, what'd you what you guys do? You kind of skipped some people here. Yes, I I kind of lost track. Desiree and Turth, what did you guys get? Everybody, go ahead, oh, Turth. First. Oh, okay. I take out a large sack, and it is <clears throat> filled pretty much to the brim with diamonds. It has twelve hundred gold pieces worth of diamonds in it, and I place it on the table. I always said six hundred. I know. I already bought six hundred gold pieces worth of diamonds. Ah, uh, you had you had another six hundred. All right, this is enough to bring each one of you guys back to life once. This is oh. your present. This is this is your present. After that, you're gonna have to pay me a little bit. <laughs> but I give you the gift of life. All right. Oh my goodness. Oh. Happy well, thank you. Day. Hopefully, I never have to use it. Here's hoping, and I put it back in my pouch. It's gonna be a bit till I have to use it, and I'm going to pull the cursed doll I still have. I still have this thing. <laughs> I don't like that. It <laughs> just makes me uneasy in all of the Um, ways. You feel in your bag the forked tongue start shaking towards it. No, I'm joking. Or... No. Um, no. So, Desiree, what did you get, everybody? All right. 
So first of all, I got everybody something that actually fits their personality, although I like I personally don't actually know much about like Turth and Penny's personalities yet, so there's just as a, as a just player kinda... we don't, but as a character we would. Yeah, my character would know things. When it comes to Drizzle and that we've we've spent many more months with them than we have in character. Right. Yeah. For Drizzle uh-huh. and Pavu, they got something extra special. Ooh. Drizzle now has a suit of half plate armor that doesn't cover the chest and is made of wood. Let's go. It was an epic <laughs> pain in the butt to make because I'm a blacksmith, dang it, not a freaking woodworker. <laughs> and Pavu actually would have already found his like when he woke up from all of the stories that he had told about his childhood friend and a pa- picture pa- that he would've, kept. Pavu would not have told that. Except, except for during that one day. Nah, you would have very mentioned her before. Tazria. You would have mentioned her before. very quiet about Tazria. You kept a picture of her, though, right? A fantasy picture? Yes, I suppose he did. Although I never mentioned it. Right. Yeah, Tazria would have seen it before, though. You just have it in your wallet. Fantasy and wallet. from that... He, he, he keeps it <laughs> in the back of You have your fantasy photograph in your fantasy wallet. Oh yeah, she definitely would have seen fantasy it. pocket. <laughs> fantasy wallet. Desiree would have made a little statue of her out of adamantine. God. Oh. And set it on the stand next to his bed. Hmm. Fully That's painted, that. intricately detailed, from That's everything she knows will of her. Never leave that nightstand. Yeah, how does... Well, it's made out of adamantine, so it's not going to get broken very easily either. Yeah, how does Pavu... And then, of course, Nora gets a big pile of catnip. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Pavu wakes up, sees the statue, Nora wakes up, and sees drugs. <laughs> just, uh, hey, I'm just waiting to play the druid who is addicted to catnip and just, like, can't wait to get to wild shape into a cat and get blasted. <laughs> uh, how does Pavu react when he sees the statue? Seeing Pavu takes very a good five was... minutes to stare at it in silence. It's very accurate. Uh, Not surprising. Is is the picture uh, is the picture on Foundry or no? Uh, that's... I figured you would have done that. Yeah, that's Supposedly you were supposed to share it, but you didn't, so... Yeah... So do you pick it up from the nightstand and just look it over, or do you just like sit up on sit on the side of your bed just looking at it? He sits on the side of the bed looking at it. Every morning when he wakes up, he'll give her a pat on the head before he leaves the room. Oh man, don't make me cry! Don't make me cry, man. Uh, I created a new ritual for Pavu. <laughs> 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 and you created a new opportunity for me to cry. Uh, so, uh, the director is having this co- uh, argument with her necklace at this point, and uh, she's talking to it, but you can barely hear what she's not only what she's saying, but what's um, the pendant is saying. But at one point, she uh, she yells, "You did what?" and uh, at that point, she pulls out a notebook and starts uh, scribbling stuff into it and, and tears the page out and 
um, uh, hands it to Avi and says, get the moon to these coordinates now, she, he says. And he looks at the paper and then looks at her with like this confused face. And he says, but these coordinates are south of here. And the director says, and? Well, the moon doesn't typically move south. Well, freaking hop to it, she says. I put those jet propulsion jets. I had those jets put on for this exact reason. Hop to it, he, she says. And he starts uh, running toward, running out of the room into the elevator and starts heading up. Uh, what do you guys do? The director is steamed. Could I have listened in to any of that with my super high perception? Um, you couldn't catch what they were saying, but you do know uh, it was Lucas on the other end of the line. I'm assuming Pablo had talked, told everybody else about Lucas, yeah? Sure. Okay. Especially the director. Right. Uh, yeah, she said she knew him. Um, so I'm guessing we have a job to do. Uh, um, right. Are you saying this to the director or are you just saying this? He, he's saying it to the director, yes. Uh, she says, yes, uh, she said, uh, we've got... Finally, some- I was getting tired of sitting on my haunches. Uh, she says... She yells, yeah, we've got a mission. Davenport! And Davenport runs in and he's wearing this these this knight armor. And he's just bouncing around like, Davenport, 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 Davenport. And then the, the director just yells at him, Davenport, read the room! And he's just like, Davenport. Maybe lock. <laughs> Practically, yeah. She says, she says, Take these guys, take these guys to Leon's chambers and have him set you up with the null suits. He says, she says, and uh, uh, wait, no, she says, take this to Leon, tell him to get to, to get the null suits ready, and um, <laughs> uh, Davenport uh, lifts the visor of his helmet and just says Davenport, and she she says. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. And taps him on the head and hands him the piece of paper, and he just and he shuffles out of the room. I'm sorry, but what suits? She says the null suits. Uh, okay, here's basically what's happening. Lucas has taken the has taken the relic, the philosopher's stone, which is known for transforming one object into any other object very, very quickly. Like gold. Yes, and in this case, virulent pink tourmaline, she says. And Lucas... Virulent? Virulent, yes, she says. Basically, any... Virulent? Is it? That was virulent. As far as I've ever said. Virulent, virulent, I don't care which way you pronounce it. The question isn't about that. It's virulent pink tourmaline? Pink tourmaline uh, is a gemstone. What? Um, 
Lucas chimes in and he says, "I was doing some experiments. I needed to. I need, I was taking doing some experiments with it, and the outside of my the entire outside of my base was transformed, and." So far, barely any of the inside has been because of my uh, arcane airlocks, but but we are going down, and my base is resting above the Stillwater Sea. And if that, if my base touches the ground of the Stillwater, touches the Stillwater Sea, that's it. The entire world is crystal at that point. He says. Seems like a massive oversight. There's no other safety measures? He says, well, that's why I need you. Um, the entire world turns into pink crystal? Sounds says, pretty. What's the issue? Well, the issue is not everybody has these null suits, and if you're not wearing a null suit and you touch these crystals, you will be turned into crystal, and you will die. He says. <sighs> right. He says. Right. The only way that we'll be able to, the only way that you'll be able to get into the, into the base at this point is through the top of the conservatory because I, the window was a, the win, one of the windows was being replaced as this viral and crystal happened. Um, I'm currently holed up in, in the med bay which is in the center of my lab, so as long as you keep moving to the center of the lab, you'll eventually get to me. He says, and she says. He says, you know the rules. You're not supposed to be tiddly-filling with these freaking relics. You're not even supposed to be getting them. And and you hear just uh, a pseudo. And she says, dang, I could have let off with something way better than that. She says, no, even though what you just heard, your job will fall under normal parameters get the relic and make sure that he doesn't go anywhere near it and he tur she turns to um kill in she says set up the regulators she says and she says make sure he doesn't get anywhere near the relic standard protocol applies if he goes for the relic and uh Killian says you got it and uh runs out the room I'm going to go into my room and suit up, because I'm assuming we're wearing casual attire with no weapons, right? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, before he goes nowhere without her axes. Before Lucas basically signed out, uh, he said that we, we've got only, uh, we only got two hours before the, the, before the base hits the ground. Shit. I'm not sure if I have proper skulls, but you know what? We're going to go with it. Well, you can set up different spells. The adventure hasn't started Wait, so yet. Desiree made me wood armor, right? Is that like an actual item yes. I can use now? Uh, we can create one. I would have made you a wooden half plate that had the chest fully open. So I assume it's probably got like a point or two lower actual AC. But yeah, basically you can wear half it as a plate with like two lower AC. Yeah. Let's play. Never mind. I'll just no, no. not breastplate, half plate. Although it would probably allow you to use more of your dex bonus than the normal two, Ooh. since your chest is wide open now. Hmm. Right. Um, she says, "Go to Leon's Leon's chambers, and he'll tell you about the null suits." And she just freaking 
Uh, she like rips the necklace basically off her neck and freaking hands it to you, and she says, "This is a stone of far speech. Mostly, it's used only for emergencies, but I guess this is an emergency." And she um, sticks it out towards you guys. Hmm. I'll I'll snatch it before any of the melee people snatch it, <laughs> and I put it in my satchel with the tongue and the mixtape. Alright, uh... And then he realizes his hand is gone because Desiree hacked it off with the axe. They... What? I used as she says, no! Stone of Far Speech, Pablo no! will look confused. As, as far as he knows, the Stones of Far Speech only have a five-mile range. Totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, she says, Well, I've got... I have this... <laughs> I have consumer cellular, so I... <laughs> So I can bypass that five-mile radius. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay. Ascending stone would probably be better since it doesn't have any restrictions. Yeah. So. Um, as you're walking out, Lucas uh, chimes back in and he says, "The null suits will uh, close off any particular one particular school of magic, and in this case, it is going to be." Um, Alteration? Transformation? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it will be Alteration. I was going to say, I don't know all of the names of the schools of magic in D&D, so... I was about to say trans Alteration is not an actual school. Transmutation was the one. I was about to say Transformation, but that wasn't right. Okay. Yeah, I'm used to Elder Scrolls. It's Alteration there, but yeah, Transmutation. Yeah, it's Transmutation. Uh, he says, it will keep uh, Transmutation spells out, but it will also keep transmutation spells in so if any of you guys cast any spells that are transmutation they ain't gonna work he says what if we cast it on oh, this is to the director if we cast it on ourselves what would happen you'll probably be fine she says okay. as long as you don't try to cast it out but other than that it doesn't displace any other magical stuff uh, Lucas chimes in. He says, "Nope, just just transformation, just transmutation." He says, "Right, all right." Um, Avu will turn to Drizzle and Penny. Well, that means no heat metal for us. Hmm. Um, uh, the director writes something on a piece of paper and hands it to Avi. Uh, <laughs> uh, she <laughs> she freaking says, "Dang it, I forgot." She writes writes something down on a piece of paper and just runs into the elevator, and. Uh, you guys make it to the hangar, the director's there, um, the director's there, Avi's there, and Avi's reading the piece of paper, and he says, So not the normal cannonball. She says, No, we're gonna have to sail them in, basically. Um, and you see, uh, on the deck, um, two gondolas, um, just sitting there, and next to one of the gondolas are three people. Space uh, gondolas? Yeah, yeah, it's space gondolas. Um, one of them is Killian, that and then there are the two name. others. You see, that has to be the name of the episode: Space Gondolas. Space Gondolas. <laughs> uh, you see next to the um, one of the gondolas, uh, three people. You see Killian. You see a dragonborn woman, but not like pure dragonborn. It looks kind of more normal, like less dragon, more human. So kind of like a lizardborn. And you see something shaped like a dwarf, but you can't see the face. It's like super clouded up uh, in null suit. Right. 
Uh, uh, do we get some of those, or are we just left to the elements? Ten minutes. Oh, friggin', yeah, yeah, you guys got that. Uh, let's, okay. let's re- Um, yeah, you, you get, uh, you do get null suits, I just forgot to bring it up. Um, so you go, you go into Leon's go chambers. Over my armor, we're good. Yeah, it goes over your armor, uh, Leon says. Uh, in the corner of the room, there's a little chamber Pavel that will kind put of padding o- over over his uh, over his uh, armor because his armor has kind of sharp corners. Uh, yeah, um, uh, you haven't gotten on yet, but I'm assuming you're like popping tennis balls, just stabbing them into the sharp corners of them. Um, no, you see in the corner of the room, like he, can, he does something a, a bit more sophisticated. He'll actually he he has several sizes of gambeson and yeah. he'll just wear a layer of gambeson over the armor yeah that works um you see in the corner of the room like one of those um uh the newer uh security uh scanners things uh, when i say newer i mean it's been like airports for like decades now by this point mm-hmm. um and it's fully enclosed and he says just hop in just hop in there one at a time and put anything um but if anything you're thinking of taking with in there, and you'll be blasted with the um, null suit juice. Uh, he says, what colors do you guys want? He says. Does that really matter? There's a thing about to crash into the earth. He says, right, 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 right. He says. Purple, uh, obviously. Uh, yeah, he, he blasts uh, Desiree with purple stuff. Uh... uh, uh Pava with orange stuff. Uh, uh, Turf and Drizzle, what are you guys getting? Red. Just brown. Just keep it keep it normal. Keep it normal. I I want to get going. This is uh, Turf. Yeah, they're yeah, they're kind of like spacesuits, basically. Um, and you now you're in the hangar. Everything is blasted. All your items sort of got this, like barely noticeable. But if you look close, you do see a sort of tinge of the color you picked uh, on them and uh, as you're as you walk in you see Kelly and the lizard the basically lizard born and dwarf size being with uh, super foggy uh, helmet and Killian says we gotta make this quick but I'll introduce you guys to my squad uh, this is Carrie Fang battle, and she gestures towards uh, uh, the Laserborn, and he says, and she says, she's the best at what she does. She's a rogue, and she's pretty good at it. She says, and uh, wait, is she speaking uh, in the third person? No, no, no. Killian's talking about Carrie. Okay. Um. Oh, frick! I should have shared the pictures. Why didn't I share the pictures? Uh, oh look, aura of protection is broken again. <laughs> is it? I, I oh, have boy. it. Well, definitely not in twenty feet of Pavu. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, Carrie says, "Sup?" Kind and, of adorable. <laughs> um, and she says, "Um, this this guy next to me and points towards that dwarven uh, figure uh, is Boyland. He's he's Boyland. our." Yeah, 
Welcome to Boyland. We have boys. <laughs> Look in the Boyland. We have a bunch of boys here. Be careful because it would turn really weird really, really fast. Boy. Um, land. Boy. Land. Uh, yeah, um, he pops open his visor and a huge amount of, like, purple smoke pops out and poofs out and you see a very, very gruff-looking uh, dwarf just purely just battle scars everywhere and he's he looks he just looks terrible uh for some reason i don't have a picture for him because why would i i'll just imagine a dwarf but like imagine your dwarf just he looks covered terrible in, in what way just looks absolutely terrible he just he's does ugly. not look good not ugly, more just like he's covered in scars and such. Mm. Like way more scars than looks cool. Um, he says, "Hey, my name is Boyland, and I'm a guy." He says, "Why did I say that?" Be weird says, if you were. Excellent question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't please don't make fun of my name. I'm going to ask you politely once, and then I'm just going to be rude the rest of the time if you call me that again, he says. Uh, the director says, all right, um, left gondola, gondolas, you guys, right gondolas, the, the others. We're going to kind of, since we can't, we can't have anything connected to the uh, base, like, at all. So we're going to just kind of, like, throw you down there, basically. And we're going to uh, enchant it with a levitation spell. So we're going to kind of throw you down there and kind of hope you hit the mark because we can't have anything, like, connect you to the base. Because if, like, if you, like, repel down, then uh, the rope will turn to crystal and then the base will turn to crystal. And then end of the, uh, that's the end of the Bureau of Balance, basically. Um, she says, so we're just gonna throw you down there, put you basically at the whims of fate, basically. Mm -hmm. She oh. says, that makes me she, so confident. She says, I'm serious. If we could have tried like anything better, we would have, but we've got like, whoop, one, an hour and 56 minutes. We got to get going. She says, uh, she, uh, you all load into the thing and, um, Avi pushes uh, the rec uh, the regulator uh, group down, and then he says, "Have a nice trip, I guess. I'll go ahead and save the world." He says, and he pushes you guys off. And it's a nice little as usual. It's a nice little winter storm outside, like pretty gnarly storm, and the the regulator's gone. You got. Both of the gondolas are kind of shaking, but the regulator gondolas are kind of like shaking a lot, and then suddenly they're just purely just blown off course. And, oh, that's unfortunate. That and, can't uh, be good. And uh, you guys uh, land, start landing. You land in the center of Whoa. the conservatory. Uh, when I activated that, did everybody transfer? I'm right. loading. 
I see it. Um, loading. Loading. All right. So. So th we're in a. The gondola. Area. Okay, sorry. Gondola has landed into this purely pink tourmaline crystallized um, thing, and as soon as the gondola touches the um, floor of the conservatory, it turns to the same shade of pink tourmaline. And at the end of the room, you see a arcane airlock, and it, the uh, the light above it is green. Whoa. As you seems disconcerting. Um, as you walk across the, I cannot move my token. Use the arrow. Wait. Oh. Wait. Uh, come back. Whoa. Come back. Wait. Come back. Come back. Come back. Back into the. Back into the. Back into the crystal. Crystal. Back into the crystal. Um, when you cross the crystal lake in the middle, um, uh, the sort of ambient uh crinkle tinkles like the um ice levels in uh. Sort of like ice levels in Mario Brothers. They kind of like um, meld together to form a sort of song. Uh, and I'm going to be playing a song through Foundry. I'm not sure if it will work. So if it doesn't work, tell me. I don't think you've uploaded it. I did, though. You did? Yeah. Um, I paused it. Um, because if we didn't get into it, I just freaking paused it because I forgot to mention something. As you're crossing the river and the crinkle cycles start to play, a white light uh, starts rising out of the Chris, uh, the lake, like out of the center of the lake, and starts um, slowly flying towards uh, the door. And you hear the music start to play. Can I see if? Can I perceive if this is like a physical thing or just like a trick of the light? It's just a, it's just a light. It looks like. Uh, what's going on? You guys think? This I is, don't know, but we do have the same to be tune fucking that the jellyfish weird. Singing? No, no, it's not the same. It's a completely different song. Come from my home in silver cloud, lost to the black hide rift Is the white light still there? Um, yes. The white, the, uh, at this point, like, a tree, uh, before I continue, I'm gonna just read what it said for people listening, or if you didn't understand what it said, this would very politely load. It says, it said, Pulled from my home inside a cloud, lost to the dark I drift alone. Now I've returned beyond the shroud, ever to reign upon my throne, here in my crystal kingdom. And after the song ends, you see a small rift open up, and it did, the light didn't come from the lake, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the I mean, light didn't come from it, the lake. If you're going to rip this place off from My Little Pony, at least just take it straight from there and call it the Crystal Empire. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the rift, there, a small rift opens up in the room and you see a small ball of light come out of it and it, go, it goes into the pond. And then a small earthquake starts to happen in the room and all the trees uh, fall over and start shattering roll a dexterity saving throw oh okay 
Okay. That's a seven for me. Alright. Ten. Nope. Fifteen. Desiree got a ten. Alright. Oh, we're making dexterity saving throws. Yeah, dex saving throws. Let's go. Bop. Normal, right? Yeah, normal. Thirteen. Um, Pava, you're able to dodge out of the way of these the crystal shards as they start. But literally, to... no one else is. Nope. Uh, what the heck? Oh, if this was no. an attack of some sort, Pava could have raised his shield and. and no, it's not an attack. It's more no. just like sort of like a splash. That's a weak thumb effect. Yeah, not like fireball. Let's say... Less AOE, more just, it just so happens to just fly towards your direction. Um, uh, Turth, Drizzle, and Desiree, you take. You take five points of damage each. And, Wait, what kind of damage? Uh, it, it looks like piercing. it would be piercing. Oh. But instead of it piercing through the um, Null Suit, the Null Suit kind of like flexes a little and transfers that damage to a blunt damage. The bludgeoning. So you put me under 100 health, you jerk. Uh, how much damage do we take? Uh, five damage each. Okay. Except when for Pavel. Who... gets hit, pa and, and since there was nothing that Pavel could do about it, Pavel will place his hand in front of Desiree to, to gently try to back her away from the door. Let me go first. Um, that wasn't because of the door, that was because I'm... of the earthquake. Nonetheless, pa Pavu, will, Pavu makes his wishes to be first in the group as tank as fuck. Turret is you, just looking around, making sure you, nothing is going to As you out. push uh, Desiree away, you see the shards start to sort of congeal into the center of the room, into, the, uh, into a big um, mass in the center. Shit, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go! I don't care who goes, let's go! You see... <laughs> <laughs> you you see uh, a crystal golem start to form. Ooh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're gone. We're gone. So you're not going to fight it? Nope. Nope. We have in a time fact, limit. In fact, may, uh, can I use mold earth to create like a crystal wall to keep him from following us? Um, sure. Who's the last person that goes that to go through the door? Be me. That'd be true. Nope. Turth, but uh, I'm going to let him pass me like while I'm already inside, so I can put up the wall. Yeah, but yeah, Turth, as you're passing through the door, the um, crystal golem sort of like chases after you and then stops and then raises an arm, points at you, Turth, and he says, "You." That's and... me, and the wall of thing goes up. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I was planning a fight, but okay. Um, Get him the fuck out of there. <laughs> We're um, players. It's our it's our job to subvert your expectations. Yep. Right? Yep. Alright. Um Pablo, you take Life the other door and I take this one? Yeah. Um you Life hear is what come gets through in the, the way of your well laid out plan. You, you hear come through the pendant, uh um Lucas, that's his name. Uh Lucas and he says, You should be at the first intersection. The you should be at the first intersection. I highly I highly recommend that 
uh, all of you go into one door so that I can power down the other section. Can I make an insight check to make sure he's telling the truth? To make sure he's not trying to find out if he's lying about. I'm trying to see if he wants to try and if he's trying if he's being truthful about helping, or if his mind has already. Yeah, go ahead. Roll. Okay, nice. 17 plus 8. That would be 24, right? That would yeah. be 25. 25, sorry, yeah. Yeah, he's telling the truth. He desperately wants to be saved. All right, All right um, which one? Either way, Pavu's going to turn to Desiree. We don't split the party. He says, a he says whichever, just pick one. The you should be at a Y. There should be two doors. And Desiree just looks behold, at him. Well, I thought they would lead to the same room. He says, no, they lead to different bits. And you see a sign in the middle of the room. And um, pointing to the left door, you see research materials storage chamber. And on the, on, on the sign that's pointing to the right, the magical world of elevators. He says, you see. Let's go to the storage area. So the left, you got re. Uh, that, that's where the storage. You got research area. materials storage uh, chamber or the magical world of elevators. I turn. Can I hold the like the stone in my hand and say, "All right, do both of these go to the same place, or is one?" Well, they eventually lead to the same place, sure, but which one but is I, safer? What do you mean? Both. I'm be assuming fine. it's fine. Because when we be- just came in, something tried to attack us. And you're saying that's fine. What? What do you mean something tried to attack you? This big crystal-looking motherfucker tried to attack us. <laughs> Interesting, he says. Yeah. It, it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter which door you come through. It will eventually lead to where I am. But, but That's I not what he's asking, Lucas. Both are safe, yes, he says. So you got I, on the left research materials storage. That's to be like we should go through the research materials. We might find something useful in there. Yep. Yeah. As we go through, least, we might, we might. That's probably where the the artifact is going to be. Um, I, I think it'd be in a much more safer spot. Than you, just you, as as you're passing through the airlock, you hear the this the and steam the whole nine yards. And as you walk into the research materials storage chamber, you see. A stack of crates, and hmm. uh, all these crates are shut. And he says, "So you're in the you're in my storage chamber, yeah?" Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. There should there should be a robot in there that's tidying the place up. You should eventually find him. Um, do we see a robot? Um, you don't see a robot, but you do see, uh, sort of at the far end of the room, a giant jelly thing cool. oh you'd oh. think we would notice that yeah no that right in the room as soon as we came in here that shouldn't yeah i don't know why i made it invisible i don't know why that's stupid i don't know why i made it invisible do we need to kill um, it uh so far it's not attacking you but it's it uh does it, it sort of turns us? to you sort of turns to you and um uh, and something inside it flashes red just Blinks oh. red on and off. Hmm. I'd uh, like to in there. Just maybe. The, uh, the airlock door that lead that you walked through to lead out, uh, the light above it, which was green before, is now just powered off. 
What about the one that's across from us? Uh, uh, it's so far powered off. It's so far powered off. Yeah. Uh, so I pull can't out... actually open the door. No. I pull out the crystal and say, "All right, your robot is not here. It has been placed by a big old jelly." Uh, the jelly. How do we get out? Yes, jelly. The jelly how do we seems get out? to have Je absorbed the robot, though. Possibly. Um, he says, "That's." There shouldn't be a jelly in there. There should well, just there be a Well, there is. Robot. How do we get out? There is a giant slime in the here. Door. The door. It's off. How do we get out? <sighs> Give me. A... <sighs> Keep how that. Far, how far away are you, roughly, from where we are? I'm in the center of the lab. Feet. I need a distance. I don't know. I I ran. I don't have the blueprints on me right now. He says. Um. And the jelly starts to move closer to you, and he says, Give me, like, two minutes tops, and I'll get that door open for you. And, and the jelly starts moving shield, but does not, But does not begin to attack the jelly yet. Uh, uh, okay. okay. Um, so, everybody um, roll initiative? Oh, good lord. Okay. Alright. I don't know why I clicked that. It opened up a different thing. There is no active so am I able to add like me. so when I do slash roll d20? Can I do like a plus something to add that to it? Yeah, it's just yes again. Alternatively, you can pull up your character sheet and just click on things. Yeah, that too. All right, I'm adding all you guys into the initiative. Oh, initiative! Come on! Uh, accidentally rolled twice. Do I take the first one or the second one? Probably the first one. All right, first. so that is an eight plus five. Pavo has an initiative of wow. two. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why does the jelly not have? Why does the jelly not have initiative? That is a Weird. thirteen total. I rolled total. initiative, but for some reason it didn't hit. It didn't go. Let me just remove it and add it back in and re-roll. Uh, can you edit my initiative just a bit? It's supposed to be a thirteen because the alert feat doesn't add it to it. Uh, that's weird. Whatever, 13. Um, uh, update. Yeah, you should be able to update your initiative. I don't I don't think they can do it because they're players. Uh, yeah, change the mod. You, you click on mod under the initiative. Oh. Um, so first, in the, uh, oh, first in the order is... First in the order is Turf, what are you doing? Uh, You've got a giant jelly in front of you that just moved towards you. It... He said we needed two minutes, right? Two minutes tops to unlock that door, yeah. Uh, I'll give you one, and I'm going to cast Banishment on the jelly. Alright. So it needs to make a DC 16 Charisma saving throw. Charisma, huh? Charisma. Uh, okay. Normal. Yes. Oh! Right. oh come so... on! one! I think that's a. I think that's been a, a natural one both times. Oh shoot! No, no, that's rolled as Turth for some reason. It's rolled as oh, Turth. I don't know why it clicked on Turth. Turth. That would be it. Either way, yeah, it was. Doesn't bad. matter. I mean, it you rolled a one. It's an auto fail anyway. Yeah, I, and I, it's a slug. I'm, I'm just so. gonna. I'm just gonna roll again to see the modifier because I don't remember no, the modifier. My cat it's gonna be a one. It's gonna be a crit one anyway. Freaking! Oh my god! <laughs> Even with a net twenty. Not Even nat with 20. a nat 20, he it's, still would have failed. Yeah, it doesn't it Actually, does technically, a nat five. 20 on a so, save is an auto-succeed. I know, but still, he still fails, because the first one's yeah. a nat 1. 
he right. rolled a negative so he rolled four. A negative four. He rolled a negative four. What does that <laughs> mean? So what happens now is I point my finger, I I stick my hand out, and like dark tendrils leap from the palm of my hand. Oh, like kind of wrap around it and just make it go, and into like a small bead and just. And um, it's gone. So you, so the thing goes, spot, and it's just piercing, clattering to the floor is a little, um, metallic thing. All right, we have like one minute. One hover jet. We have one minute. Let's go. He he says, "I'm freaking trying here." Uh, next in the order is Desiree. What are you doing? Are we still in combat? <laughs> uh, can I just break the door? You can try. Do 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 do. Why 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 is it not the letting door, me move now? The door is made out of like metal. Yeah. The door is well, made out of metal though. That's fine. Do 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 do. This is a concentration spell, just so you know. If I get hit or anything, I have to make a con save. But so far, the only thing that's in here was that. No, now it's no longer. I'm hoping. <laughs> attack recklessly. The only thing here that can attack you, as of now, is us. So if I know yeah. wants to give you like a celebratory punch on the shoulder. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. Should that hit? It's steel. So you think it would hit? Give me a second. I'll check. I have my DM screen sitting over here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I don't have this open. I don't. Know I have a DM screen that's got it. I'm pretty sure twenty-one hits pretty much anything. I'm pretty sure it does too. I got a DM. Screen twenty-one here will hit Mithril. AC of Iron and Steel is nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So yeah, roll damage on that. Is it a crit? Yeah. It's auto crit on um, um, items, like objects. You get a good, you get a good chunk into it, and you can sort of see through it. Uh, you can sort of see through into a lit up uh, hallway, but you don't have enough room to get out yet. Cool. Well, I'm taking my second attack then. You know oh right, you have a second attack. Right, you have a second attack. That one doesn't hit, but what was it? Of uh, like a. Actually, it didn't show, did it? No. It was a three and a four. It was really low numbers. Yeah, they were low enough numbers it wouldn't have hit. So I'm going with my offhand. Okay. Wait, is that a two-handed weapon or a one-handed weapon? Nat twenty. Thirty twenty-nine. Yeah, that hits. Thirty-three more damage to it. You get a good-sized chunk in there that you'd think um, Drizzle you... and Turf would be able to fit through, but not you and Pavo. Ah, we'll get it there soon. Great axes or something? Yes. Uh, next in the order is Drizzle. What are you doing? Keep in mind, my character's lifting strength at this point is 4,500 pounds. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're not lifting a door, you're chopping cool. into it. I'd like to make my way over and just uh, through the door. I also break things. Yeah, but huh? it's not an attack. Oh, not an attack? Well, I mean, uh, there's not really nothing I can attack here. Well, you can attack the door. <laughs> yeah? With my scimitar. <laughs> try. I can try. This all happens in like 10 seconds, just so you guys know. Yeah, it's six yeah. second rounds, so. Yep. Alright, <clears throat> I guess I'll make Which means we've got 10 rounds for me to break that door. 
I guess yeah. I will attempt to break that door. Do you, mm, mm, I can try to use a spell, but I can also just hit it. Don't use spells. I've already blown a really big one. Oh, shoot. What? That's a percentage die. Yeah, I don't know why I rolled that. I'll just make an attack with you my... Yes. He now has 58% of his HP. <laughs> no. But you only rolled a percentage. To attack with normal. Let us see. That's Let's no. know. Yeah, so AC of Iron and Steel is 19, Mithril is 21, and Adamantine is 23. So. I'll just scratch it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next in the order is the Jelly, which can't do anything because it's banished. Next in the order is Pavu. Pavu will. Uh, you said that that something metal clattered out of the Jelly? Yeah, you you think it's a robot. Pav will walk over to it mm -hmm. and step out inspect it. Yeah, it's a, it's a little robot. It's got like a little LED like dot on its on it, pick it up. on its face. It's got like jet turbine on the bottom of it. Pav will pick it up. All right. Is that your action? Uh, and then he will. Uh, take, no, you just take a couple steps back. Uh, next in the order is Truth. Truth, what are you doing? Uh, since I'm still concentrating on my banishment spell, can I look around and see what the crates and whatnot have listed on them? Um, yeah, you see, they're listed with a bunch of science stuff like beakers and magnifying glasses, that sort of thing. Nothing interesting, though? No, just like normal science stuff um you could take like meh let's say like a couple things and which would equal out to about i'm just gonna continue constant like continue concentrating keep this one break track in my mind of how long it's gone and just waiting yeah. for the door to get busted uh next in the order is desiree i shall continue to break the door okay roll ahead Twenty-four. Yeah, that hits. Twenty-four hits. Uh, you got a bigger hole now, and it's about the size that everybody but you, Desiree, can fit in. <laughs> Even Pavu's shield. Yeah, okay. Well, you'd you'd think that he'd go in first and then take the shield out with. Eh, either way, I'm not done here. Yeah, you're slightly bigger than him. Well, no. that one's not going to hit. That's a dud. And swing with offhand. Could you just not just rip it off its hinges by this point? It's more fun yeah, to is. break stuff. Twenty-eight hits. That is a lot of damage. We also have to think here. This thing's probably gonna follow us. Can't fit. Um, yeah, we're gonna go quickly. You eventually busted through that. It would be like a little squeeze, meaning you'd have to make like a very, very low dexterity saving throw. What the? Are we still <laughs> Not dexterity in... saving throw? Dexterity check, Desiree. Everybody. Fine. Fine. 
It's a door. What's oh, she gonna it's do? a plus one. Miss her step on the other side and fall on her face? Get right. stuck in the door. Go good grief. Yeah, you fit. Yeah, you fit. Yeah, you all, all right. squeeze through and you hear uh, behind you, stop, and then you hear. It's been a minute. It's been two rounds, though. It's been two rounds. Right? I'm, I'm saying by at this point, a uh, minute is six we're rounds. out of combat at this point. Out of combat. A minute is ten rounds. Each round yeah, is six seconds. Rounds. So we're out of combat. Yeah, you you just hear so six we, pop and then splosh, and you see gotta... the floor just get coated in this uh, jelly. Don't we have a hot minute to run away from this? Yeah, it's dead. It's what? It's, it's dead and flying against the wall. It looks like the uh, robot is what was kept keeping it alive. Well, shit. Yes. <laughs> All right, freaking look like, and you weren't targeting the robot. You were targeting it. Um, so Wait. yeah, you enter into this thing again, you're uh, freaking Pavu blasting. Pavu will take another look at the robot and this time inspect it a bit more closely. Uh, roll investigation, if you're looking closer. <laughs> Two. You're like, huh, what's up with this weird cat? No, I'm joking. You just don't don't know. It's clearly what a robot, it but it's like, well, but weird. Are you fucking powering this thing, really? <laughs> Can I do? But I fold really high on my insight. He thinks this is good. The other door open or? Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's open. You get through and you see another Y chamber. Um, uh, there's a sign that points to the left that says, "What's the next one? Where is it?" Uh, you see oh, why that more doors. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, you see a second set of signs. Uh, the one pointing to the left is called the Radiation Ventilation Maintenance Chamber. And the other side is Little Genius Buddy Bot R&D. He says, All right. he says, uh... The radiation ventilation maintenance chamber is just where we clean out the vents and stuff. Um, but that little genius buddy bot is uh, something I'm making for the children of tomorrow that so that they get smarter and stuff. Uh, I, can think I, I think I get smarter and stuff. Can I put? Can I walk like thirty feet away? Put the gem down and go back to everyone else to try and get away from it. Uh. The, the Stone of Fire speech? Yes. Um, yeah. All right. He says, he says, I really like the robot. All right. I don't trust this guy. So here's what I propose. I think it would be good if we take this stealthily. I think we should say we're going to go one way and then really go the other way. I have something that will make us extra stealthy. And hopefully with that, we'll be able to get the jump on him if he is being uh, dangerous. Because he said nothing was going to be wrong. He said he'd be helping us. And but also, been... he w I'm going to make, I'm going to like retcon uh, Roy um, insight check on when he says what about the um, slime. Oh. Just someone roll like an insight. I'll roll an insight. I also want to I... roll an insight. As I say, I'll roll it. See what happens. Uh, that'd be 18. That would be... He was genuinely surprised. Like, actually, like, had no hey. idea. 
that there was... Yeah. Alright. Sometimes... Sometimes ignorance is more dangerous than malintent. That's all I'm saying. Um, so you got the left the radiation ventilation maintenance chamber and then the little buddy butt R&D. To your right. We find out what way he wants us to go and go the other. Hmm. Probably. Or at least, at the very least, I'll go check it out and make sure... Well, you can only go through one door because if one person goes in, uh, he very much implores that everybody goes in so that he can uh, can uh, power off the other room and add some more time to those jets that keep it above the sea. Okay, well... We can try and all go in stealthily. I can. I have a couple things that will make those of us who are less inclined to stealth a little bit better. Alright? Okay. So we'll go the opposite and use stealth. Alright? Go team? Sure. Mm. Alright. And I walk over and pick up the stone again. Alright. Is he still talking? Um, yeah. Yeah, you caught him and like, well, well... I I do the voice I did the voice work for the robot. I really like it. Yes, him, that's all very well and good, but we have a world to save, right? So where are right, we going? Right, right, right. Um, I'd say the radiation ventilation chamber would be safer. I think. All right. Ezra doesn't is... trust that for a second. What? Why is the other one more dangerous? Just because the robot? Surely a child's toy shouldn't be dangerous, right? Yeah, but it is also. It's not just the robot; it's other stuff too. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Both of them are pretty much equal. I'd. I'd say, if I had a choice, if I was wearing your shoes and I wanted, I had a choice between going to the radiation ventilation chamber or the little buddy bot R and I'd go. I'd go to the radiation chamber. All right. Uh, can I take a look at Desiree? And Pabu's armor. I know Par- Pabu has large sets of armor, but does Desiree have any armor on? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And mine gives stealth disadvantage, unlike Pabu's. I believe his Pabu does doesn't. Not. You didn't, uh, you didn't, didn't have yours remade with Mithril? No, I went adamantine. Okay, well... then uh, I, I will... never really considered the concept of having I will both, do... but... Yep. Blessing of the Trickster. I will do Blessing of the Trickster on Desiree to negate that. Then okay. pass, oh, pass nice. without a trace, which is not concentration. Which is constant. Pass without a trace is concentration. Blessing of the trickster is just something I can do. So right. everyone has plus ten to their stealth rolls, and no one has disadvantage. Correct. Oh, that would be so. Dang it! All right, think it is. Cool. So I guess we'll all go into the the one where it's like the the toy room, pretty much. The little genius buddy bot R and D. So yes. wow, you didn't rolling connect these walls well. Um, you walk you walk through the door to the little genius buddy about R and D, and are we rolling hear, our stealth yet? Um, what is going on with my stuff? No, yeah. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm no, watching that. Uh, I don't. I don't think I don't think you need to because there's like no one nearby. Um, oh, okay. Uh. Lucas Lucas says uh, as you walk through the door to the uh, little buddy about R and D room, and he says, "Okay, I guess ignore my suggestion or whatever." He says, "I'm um, not going to answer him." Um, you walk into the room and you see, 
<sighs> Who did I say that under? Freaking NPCs or enemies? I don't remember. Hmm? I don't uh, know. You see in the middle of the room. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. We're in a hallway. See in the middle of the room. Yeah, we're in the hallway. Yeah, as you walk, as you walk into the room, you see um, uh, all along the walls like jets. It looks like, which is you don't understand. So and, slow right now. Um, like holes in the ground, and in Boundaries. in the middle of it, in, on like a on a center pillar, you see this. Oh. And it's. It's not like its eyes aren't open. It's not smiling. It's just like the three lines. It's sleeping, and as you as the door shuts behind you, it it like blinks and it plays its uh, it plays a startup sound. We're all being super stealthy says, at the moment. Um, We're all being super sneaky. Right. Stealthy. What are you being sneaky for? Sneaky stealthy, cause we're being sneaky. <laughs> it's not your place right, to yeah. question it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you see. Uh, yeah, like last time the door is like powered off, and he says, "Okay, so you're in the little genius buddy bot room. If you like, if you run through his, uh, if you run through his code, uh, you should be able to power him off then, and you'll be, and it will add. Wow, fifty minutes to the timer. Jeez, that's Why a lot. Why didn't you do this time? Why didn't you do this um, before? He says, he says, well, we were testing something as it went off. Oh, so oh, I didn't yeah. really have the chance to shut it off. And there's Jeez, no remote way to do it? Great. Well, I could also just yeah, smash the bot. Yeah, but you have to run through his cold. Uh, he says, please Papu don't will, do that. I very Papu much implore you not to do that. on Desiree's axe as she starts to raise it. <laughs> I haven't raised um, it. I just suggested. <laughs> all right, how, how do we shut the, it off? He says, just run through it. He'll, he'll just quiz you on stuff. Just run through his code, and uh, it should be fine. He says, they're not a plug. Well, no. The, it's connected to the pillar, so why would there be a plug? You're telling just me it's directly to the connected to, this, to the power grid here. Yeah. Why so why don't we just disconnect it from you? that? Because it's, like, under the floor? So and you said I could simply pull it off. On. You can always reconnect it later. Yeah, but I right? think it might be a little bit I... less effort just to go through the code bras. I have a question. So For it's real. on currently right now, right? It's in it's in idle mode, yes. Does it seem like it can hear us? Um, how loud are you being? Are you just talking normal level or are you uh, whispering? We're whispering and whisper. I um, say, I'd say we were whispering. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I no. Then like... it's not powered on or anything. It's just in idle mode. The door I'd is powered like off, though. Oh, the door is powered off. Approaching it and kind of tap it on its screen, like the um, screen face, just to you, see if it'll get its attention. Um. Yeah. You you tap it. Its eyes just shoot open and. Uh, tap it with it's it just can I tap it with the sharp side of my axe super fast? I asked if he wanted to tap it. With my axe. <laughs> and I cast command on it. It's a creature. Well, it's a correct? robot. No, it's a robot. Uh, it's a robot. It's construct. Yeah, a construct well, is. is less it... of a... well, I mean, a construct. A, a, a robot, robot would qualify a as a construct. Would it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
I would like to cast command and say off. And it has to make a list save <laughs> of 16. I'm I'm being within the parameters of the thing. It says do a one word command if it's not directly harmful to it and it fails, it has to do it until the end of its next turn. But if it's off then it can't go on. Maybe. Um so wisdom save of sixteen if you do not mind. I don't have modifiers, so whatever. Uh wisdom? Alright. Yes, wisdom. He would have a high wisdom. Whatever. Probably. Shit. Uh, 21. Does it try to do anything in retaliation? It just sort of like, it backs up and it plays its startup sound. And it says, that was a little rude. That was a little rude. It says, um, and he says, Papa will cast command. Okay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. How many of us know command? I'm curious. Do I know command? <laughs> Desiree does not. It's a cleric paladin spell, I believe. He says, "He says, hello, kids. Are you ready to learn? Please pick a difficulty setting." He says, "Didn't you didn't do the Did role? cast the command yet? Oh, I yes, didn't I, think. I, I cast, thought you were joking. I cast Whatever. command and say off. Damn it." That was supposed to land on the three, and it cheated. Xavier quit fudging the rolls. Damn it, Xavier. Would uh, I be no. able to cast the spell a... again? Have... Oh, I'll, I'll let you talk for six seconds until I can do it again. It says, oh, good it says Hello, kids. Are you ready to learn? Please pick a difficulty setting. Child, I pick adult, master. Child, adult, master. I pick off and cast command again. <laughs> it's not yes. okay. Welcome back. Um, let's do that again. DC six. Let's do that again. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me he has an eighteen charisma? Yeah. I, I, no, not charisma. It's it's wisdom. 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 You're telling me he has an eighteen wisdom? It's yeah. a quiz bot. It's a quiz bot. What'd you expect? Yeah, it would have high intelligence, but wisdom? Really? Yeah, that would be wisdom. Wisdom is connected to history. Wisdom is connected to history. Wisdom is not connected to history. Wisdom is connected to perception and insight. Is it? Wisdom would be more the realm of math and would definitely not be how it works for a computer. Well, if it's a smart computer, I think it would still use wisdom. It would have some wisdom, but not... It would be able to extrapolate data and do all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, use freaking... It's, don't, make me it's qu- don't make me question what I chose. Yes, it's got an 18 wisdom. It's asking it's us good. questions. We're not asking questions of it. Desiree reaches for the child setting and accidentally flubs it and pushes master. Let's see what happens. No! I'm going to use all my first level. No, there's no button. It's just... It says... What are your names? I turn to the crystal and say, how the fuck do we go through its code? It will, it will All right. just ask you questions and you just answer them. So we play All the right. game and it shuts off at the end? Basically, yeah. All right. You need names. Duh. I want to whisper to everybody. Should Bear Caller. Real names. Hello. Bear Caller. Steel it, Singer. It beeps once. Steel Singer beeps again. Uh... Drizzle. Desiree points to Drizzle. This is Water Guy. 
I'm water guy. Water guy. Yeah. Water guy. Is it asking our names? Yeah. She totally wouldn't be able to come up with a new name for him. Turth, give him something fake. Johnson. Johnson. Please pick a difficulty. Adult. Wait, no. Child. Adult. Master. Adult. Master. Why? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you one more chance. Child, adult, child, adult, master. Adult. Listen, adult. We, we need to get out of here alive, correct? And we need <laughs> to do this quickly, correct? I expect a child to be a trap. <laughs> why, why would he make a trap if he's... Fuck it. Why would he not give this thing a freaking him? power plug so he can unplug it at will? Because it's connected to the pillar. Exactly. Is it All like right, a Bluetooth? That's exactly the problem. Is it like a so, wireless charging where we just need to pick it up and it turns off? No, it's <laughs> not how it works. I've um, never heard of it of anything research and development where they direct it to, where they connect it directly to the mains. Well, the research and development room was made specifically for this robot. So there would be an off switch somewhere. Yeah, yes, and that's what. I don't think that's, I, I highly doubt that every time they need to restart this thing for bug fixes, they need to go through the entire thing whenever it's bugging out. Right, but it's that's not hard if you know. Yeah, but you, it's not hard if you can, if you know how to get to it. You don't know how to get to the main power grid. Yeah. Uh, Shut that section of it off. Yeah, we may not. Uh, I can the, simply the, rip probably, it out. It's probably Child, an off switch, but adult, I don't think we master. can reach it and. Okay. There's Child, probably an off adult, switch somewhere, master, but we do master. not have the time to reach it. <laughs> master selected. Please uh, choose a category. Magic, spelling, problem solving, math, and history. S spelling selected. Magic a little more. And and for the sake Let's of like, see. for the sake of the game and like, challenge, don't look any of the answers up, please. Oh, this is an work. actual thing we're doing. Yeah, an actual thing we're doing, yep. Um, I'm spelling quite... selected. Please spell the name of the magical creature, Aracocra. I think Never it, mind. I think it has two A's in the beginning. A-A-R-A-K-O-C-R-A. Right? -A -A That's correct. How the fuck did you know that? Uh, my... First character in 5e was an Aarakocra, so. I'm asking Desiree. <laughs> what? I read books. No, you what don't. do you think I do in my downtime besides blacksmithing? No, you don't. Yes, I, I do. <laughs> Y'all actually would know she's a total bookworm outside of blacksmithing in, like, in her downtime. Please select another category. Magic, spelling, problem solving, math, and history. Magic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Name. Not a category. She's like, they didn't know. Name. Hmm. Name guy. a trans. <laughs> what? Name a transmutation. Third level spell. Transmutation. Third uh, level spell. That's no looking up. No looking. No. No Google. Uh, no Google. Polymorph Just... is a fourth level spell, so that's not going to be it. Um, transmutation. That Desiree just... only has two spells, and they're both divinations. She couldn't help you with this. Sorry. Uh, looking at our own spell list doesn't count, does it? Uh, 
No, I don't think it would count. No, I think it's just like off the top of your head. You could roll Arcana as well. If I'd you, like to roll if Arcana. You, like, if you're like super stuck, you can roll a skill that would help with. Name a third level transmutation spell. Meld into stone is not one, is it? Is it third level? I'm pretty level, sure it's third level. level. So that one's out. Metal. The only problem is I don't know if meld into stone is transmutation. Hold on, I'm just I'm looking up third level transmutation spells for me. Pavu wouldn't know. I'm that. not he sure there. Off the top of my head, I can't remember any. I'm not even sure there are, because transmutation is generally reserved for kind of higher level stuff, unless you're like doing um, alchemy training. But that's not even a fucking. Really, meld into stone is the only thing I. Like that, I can remember off the top of my head that could be it. I mean, I'm sitting here looking. There are actually quite a few, surprisingly, and some that awesome. some of y'all would have, but Desiree wouldn't know them because she doesn't have them. Although he doesn't have access to third level spells yet. Oh, wait, what about Erupting Earth? I remember that spell, but I don't know if it's transmutation. What, erupting what? Earth? Yeah. That sounds like it would be it would be transmutation. I mean, I can answer that for you. Just like you should not. But. Mm, I'd, can I do an arcana roll to remember if erupting Earth is a transmutation spell? Huh? Can I do an arcana roll to see if um, erupting Earth is transmutation? I mean, if you have one on your character sheet, your character would know that. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm allowed to, to? I'm allowed to look at my own sheet? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Uh, is Erupter? I don't. Is it? It is, technically. Is it third level? Yes. It is it a transmutation, alright. And I know it. I was so. curious, like, what spells at third level qualified, so I went to DD Beyond and just filtered third level transmutation. I was like, huh. Dang, there's actually quite a few. Alright. Erupting Earth. Do I have to type it in or say it? Nah, just say it. Uh, he's, he what? goes. That's correct. Yeah. Please choose another category. Radical. Magic, uh, spelling, problem solving, math, and I history. Turn, problem solving. I turn to the gem and say, how many of these do we need to do? You should be able to do just three normal questions and a quick bonus round. What the f does a bonus round mean? <laughs> I don't want I, I don't want to. Does a bonus round include bonus. smashing this thing with my axe? Please I very yes. much prefer if it wasn't. Um, so you picked problem solving? We're gonna have solving? some words, and I stuff it back in my pouch. Um, so you picked problem solving? Problem solving? Yes. Uh, yeah, she, I, uh, I am really good with math, but the person solving. I- my, my daughter that I base this character on, not a math kid. Her sister is. <laughs> Alright. The Hodge, uh, hodgepodge says, Three houses occupy a lonely village in the wilderness. One house is red, one, one is yellow, the other blue. The houses are occupied by three beings, a dwarf, an orc, and a human. One of, one of those three owns the sharpest axe in the land, another the most balanced sword in the land, and another the heaviest hammer in the land. Oh, using the following clues, please, please tell me the color of each house from left to right, the occupants of each house, the weapons of each person, the clues. This is a logic puzzle. This is not something to be done out loud. This is... This... 
Yeah, dude, this is something we have yeah, to no. freaking write down to I do. I love logic puzzles. I love logic puzzles, but we ear. don't have time for this kind of thing. Could I do an insight check? On what? For what? To try and piece together this. Because this seems like a wisdom kind of thing. Rather than um, straight intelligence. Yeah, I'll just, I'll read oh, out the clues it? out. I'll read it out out loud Hold and then up. just send it into Foundry. Um, the clues are, the dwarf and the orc hate each other and refuse to be neighbors. The human lives in the blue house. The orc does not use swords. The wait. yellow house contains the hammer. The that's oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, on, hold on. The dwarf, the red This is something that would be printed out. This is not a, this is not a riddle. This is a logic puzzle. All right, I'll Do something else. Holy freaking crap, man. Well, at the very also, least, can you paste it in chat? Yeah, I'm doing that. Fuck, dude. No, I'm, ju I'm just using... Hodgepodge would have read it fast. Because you did pick master. Good. Uh, freaking come on, Foundry. Don't be dumb. Uh, we can also pick my ex goes through it, and I'm not really worried what the guy thinks. Or we can <laughs> pick something that would actually be said out loud and not a freaking logic puzzle. Right? There. That's the yeah, logic so puzzle. Three houses occupy a lonely village in the wilderness. One is red, the other is... One is red, one is yellow, the other blue. The houses are occupied by three beings, a dwarf, an orc, and a human. One of these three owns the sharpest axe in Lillian's. The other, okay, the most balanced so sword in the, the land. Dwarf or the orc that needs to come first. Human lives in the blue house, meaning the blue house, yeah, blue house in the middle, the human in it. Uh, the orc does not use swords. Meaning. The human lives in the left. Human lives to the left of the dwarf. When you give me your answer, when you give me your answer, give me the answers in the order of the houses from left to right, the occupants from left to right, and the weapons from left to right. It says. Okay, so if human is middle. Orc left, human middle, dwarf right. Yeah. Blue middle. Orc, orc doesn't use an axe, so that. You know. Okay, so the red house is on the far left. So the orc, the orc is the red house. Orc does not use swords. The yellow house contains the hammer. Meaning, the the red house, house is on the, the far left. The axe, right? Red house is on the left, which means the orc it lives in the red house. Yep, red house orc with the axe. The dwarf lives in the yellow house with the hammer. And the human lives in the blue house with the sword. Do you have your answer? Hodgepodge says. I think we do. So, mm -hmm. just to okay. so from left to right, give me the, the... And from left to right, give me the colors of the house, the order of the occupants, and the order of the weapons. And I'm just doing this to, like, to make sure. And so you I guys can go over. Please provide your answer. Uh, hammer. Right. Does this look right to you guys? Oh wait, axe right? I thought I thought. Or, wait. No, the hammer's in the say, yellow room. Uh, I I read it wrong. All right. So you said left to right, yeah? So. That I is think, correct. So it must be 
The left house is red with the orc and the axe. The human, <laughs> must, the human must be in the middle, and the blue house with the sword. <laughs> Meaning, the dwarf must be totally in the yellow house on the right with a hammer in it. <laughs> That's correct. According Radical. to the matrix of answers you've given me, you have gotten them all correct. Please choose a category. Wicked. Uh... Magic. Spelling. Problem solving. No, wait. <laughs> Let's leave out problem solving because that's a big one. Uh, mad magic. Magic. Spelling. Math. And history. I like magic. Do you guys want to do magic again? I like magic. History. I like history. We've already done magic. I don't know much about history. <laughs> well, I do. I read constantly. We also, as players, don't know much about the history of this world. You could roll a history check. Like I, like I said, I like how Drizzle has answered two of the questions with him. Like I said, if you don't know the answer yourself, you can roll a dice to see if your character knows the answer. All right. <coughs> we don't think our strengths lie in history, guys. Well, we've done three. <sighs> The bonus should be this time. Magic, spelling, problem solving, math, not problem solving, math, and history. Uh, can I try and start very quietly going around to the back of it? Sure. I'm assuming is, because it's facing all of us, correct? Yeah. I'd like to try and, I still have, technically I still have Pass Without a Trace up. So I'm going to try and stealthily go behind it to see what the back of it looks like. If there's like any hatches or anything. No, it's just a, it's just like has a it's just the normal the back of a normal toy. It has like a screw hatch that you'd assume would be for changing batteries. I um, but nothing and, much else. Can I try very very quietly and very subtly try Go around the back and unscrew that. Uh, I don't think he would have the screwdriver for it. I don't think. I have these tools. Whoa! I think these tools are for picking locks, not for unscrewing. I have an axe. But you can also. <laughs> Could I use it in like? Because you know how you can use like a coin to unscrew stuff. Can I use it in like kind of that way? I think it's more Improvise like. It? I think it's more towards a star bit, with like the hole in the torx middle. Bit. Huh? A security torx bit. Yeah, right, basically, right. yes. Could I use mage hand and tr wait? Give me a second. Let me see if I have any anything that might. Please choose a category: magic, spelling, math, and history. I think we're better. Wait, since. Spelling, math, and history, you said? Magic, oh, spelling, magic. math, and history. I think we're better off going with magic again. Yeah. Uh, fine. Magic. Name a fifth level divination spell. Mune. That's correct. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it says... Please choose another category. Wait. Math, magic, spelling. I math, take out the history. crystal and say, yeah, it's been four. There's been no bonus round. What are you pulling? 
There should be. What the? Uh, he says, put, put the, put the, put the stone next to him. Put the stone next to him. Or it, sorry. Um, the, um, HodgePodge says, please choose a category. Magic, spelling, and then, um, Luke is interrupted by saying, problem solving. It says, problem solving. Zero five fifty two thirty seven, 52 37 and it the face of it um turns the face of it turns instead of the normal friendly ch face that you'd assume would be on a child's toy it it turns like red and gets angry it looks like and it says communications detected you guys aren't cheating are you it says, and the room starts to glow blue, and Lucas says, "What the thick? What the heck? Th this isn't what's supposed to." Th th and it's all blue elbows, Desiree. I think now it's time to smash it. Why didn't you so, just let me do that in the first place? I thought you'd never ask. Far as we know, hard fun. Hodgepodge says, says, please choose a category. Magic, spelling, math, and history. We were told that you would stop after three questions. You will now stop. I will not stop until you become geniuses. I'm not sure that this... six damage. Yeah. This is the crit? Would this be considered a crit? Xavier? Uh, no. I'd say if you were <laughs> able, to, if you were that able to cast crit. whatever, you, what did you cast on it that was only able to be done, done with creatures? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not an object. Technically, so the first one would go through as forty-four damage, but the second one would just be a normal hit, since you're not breaking an object, you're breaking a construct. Oh, that's a good point. Ugh. It's an object, as far as I'm concerned. It's but okay. a construct. It's, it's a construct. construct. It's a construct. Fine, let's I see what the first. I tried convincing you that it was an object first, but it, no, it we'll was just, a construct. We'll just have the damage of the first. In other words, why am I bloodied now? What? I think I think I think you did it, it took on the yourself. damage to you, not to it. <laughs> what the heck? Wait, hold on. Because For some because reason, it doesn't have the health. construct wasn't targeted. You played yourself. <laughs> It doesn't have health for some reason. It actually won't let me target the construct, it seems. Because the construct doesn't have any health. That works. There we go. Yeah, no, it works for me. Mm. It worked for you, it seems. I, I see the little dot. Okay, so my second attack did 44 damage. The first one did... 18. Oh, actually, it did 46. The first one did... 12, 4... Plus my strength bonus of four, plus the two from rage. So, yeah, I actually did 20. All right, so total that would be... Because I'm terrible at head 22 map. damage. Um, 
Uh, you get like a bit of its shoulder padding off, and it says, "Be careful, children. You're playing a little rough." And oh. the it says, "Accessing R and D facilities. Accessing flame jets." Roll a dexterity saving throw. Seven. Not that. Yeah, dex. Dex Ooh. saving throw. It, all of you. Oh, you roll dex. <laughs> Would my shield master come into play here? I don't think so. What? Is it effect- all rolling it? No. Ooh, hold it's- on. Shield master is specifically for like attack, correct? Yeah. Ooh. We we rolling dex saving throws right now? I About- guess so. Yeah, hold on. Can I see the origin of this? Coming from the jets in the walls. Jets in the walls, holes in the floor, you see. I said uh, you saw those when you walked in. I said, hold on. Ooh, 15. God damn it. A what? Well, Seven. Uh, okay. Pavel, you don't so, pass it. Thanks uh, to the fact that roll? I can see it, my danger sense allows... Drizzle, what'd you roll? Yes. Uh, 15. Uh, Drizzle, you pass it. Ooh. Um, Pavu doesn't. Drizzle does. Got a 21. Turf, you pass it. 17. And Desiree, you pass it. Uh, if freaking Foundry would load for me, I can roll damage. I'll roll your damage, Pavu. Is it just Pavu who takes damage? Yeah, just... I think. It's either just pop. No, it's... Nope. It's um, half damage for everybody who passes. 44. So. so it's taken 66 damage from my axes. Uh, that's... That is... Frick, why can't I do math? Seven! So half uh, to three? Yeah. Uh, Pava, you take seven. Turth, you take three. Desiree, you take three. Jizzle, take three. Okay, and I also get it halved, so am I taking two or one? Are you raging? Yes, that was the first thing I did. That's why I only swung twice at it instead of three times. One. One? Okay. Be careful, you're playing a little rough. After that, are are we rolling initiative now? Uh, no. I mean, if you want to continue attacking it. I'm swinging until it's dead. Please play a little more gently. We're about to get to the bonus round. Off! And I cast command. (laughs) Okay. DC 16. Oh. Nine. Oh, that doesn't make it then. 15. Frick! Off! (laughs) It, it, It says, uh... It starts to like power off. You can see the eyes start to close, le- leading to the motherboard. And he says, Wait. Oh, good. I reach in and I rip the motherboard out, and then I throw <laughs> it on the ground and I break it with my axe repeatedly. <laughs> because I'm okay. tired of this. Okay, you do that. You do that, and the uh, speaker just starts, wow, and um, the doors don't open. Well, of course not. I already broke the door. Oh, right. You broke the door. <laughs> like, I just smashed the door repeatedly. Um, uh, as, as you walk... the entire time we were trying to reason with the fucking thing. Yeah. 
You just heard clang, clang, clang <laughs> until she finished. Hey, yeah, here's. Um. Christ. Oh, man. Why? Now I got another door over here, really? Um. Yeah. Oh, looks like it's the hallway to the other way, too. Ah, freaking. Ugh, right. It looks like they're passing up a door. Yeah, there's a door right here. Oh, yeah. Freaking god. I got a freaking move to earth by arrows. I want to make it a point to say that uh, Drizzle's usual resting, smiling face is now a neutral face. Come on, don't speak. Come on. <laughs> Desiree is at this point no longer frothing at the mouth. To his face. I guess your name is Words for a little while. Hmm. <laughs> Given Turret's comment of earlier is of we're gonna have some words for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you walk out of the room, the uh, pendant uh, goes on again, and uh, I love goes how it's on just again. a black spot in the middle of the room. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll cover that. Uh, next session, but yeah, as you say, walk out, the um, did you not the use the curved spectrum. walls that I have a sp very specific yeah, I did. thing? Yeah, I did. did. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Because <laughs> they look like they, they don't look like curved walls. That's weird. Oh look, there's another freaking crystal. No, nope, I got rid of it. I got rid of it. I was doing that to cancel out. Um, uh, yeah. As you walk out, as you walk out, you see in the middle of the room a big pillar. It's still going. Okay. Okay. Um, as you walk up to the pillar, you see, uh, pinned to the pillar, a piece of paper, and on the piece of paper, it says, you see on the note, it says, crashed in the ventilation system, going on ahead, meet you in main lobby elevators, K. And K is how they signed it, not, meet you in the elevators, K. And as you reading that, uh, you see coming around the pillar, uh, scrambled together robot, and it says, "Yeah, uh, it says hello." Desiree immediately smashes it with her axe because she's tired. Of <laughs> robot. Give the robot a chance. Give the robot a chance. Yeah, it's a little. It, it's yeah, she doesn't trust robots anymore. You've ruined <laughs> robots for her. At this uh, yeah. point, I can't think she's not going to smash the dang robot. Hey, if it will make you feel any better, it's in the NPC's folder, not the, <laughs> not not the enemy's folder. You Aww, see that? Yeah, boy. it still gets smashed. It doesn't. We we can't see them because you haven't revealed that folder to us, or the the content of that folder. Right, but I but oh, just boy. trust me, I have it in NPCs. All right, yeah, you see that, and it says hello. Got hello the there. The question is, is somebody going to stop me from smashing this thing immediately? Uh, I would say... And the question is, will I... And the... Hold his hand towards you, you know, and like motioning, hey, just just wait just wait a bit. Yeah, Drizzle has stepped in front of you, so... <sighs> yeah, I can't... Fine. Alright, end the session there.